Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Never Podcast. The podcast open to everyone, especially us, because we have to talk about 40 matches. My name is Luke. I'm your host of the Never Podcast. And with me, as always, is Mr. Guy. Say hello, Mr. Guy. Hello, Mr. Guy. They got a name for the winners in the world, but Luke... I want a name when I lose. Welcome to the Never Open Podcast, where we're going to talk about best of the Super Juniors, nights four through seven. And man, I don't know about you, Luke, but I'm really enjoying the tournament. I am so tired right now. I got up at like fucking five in the morning to watch it this morning, had a million things to do. But you know what? I can't, no matter how tired I am, I I can't not talk about wrestling with you and record it and and disseminate it to people. So that's what we're going to do. Look, this is this is kind of cathartic anyway, isn't it? Like we watched all this stuff. Now we get to talk about it and just be like, oh, it's done. It's over. Oh, man. (laughs) Every time I think about how tired I must feel, I feel about then then my brain goes, oh, geez, Andy's probably even more tired. Then I think, oh, geez, all the fucking men in the best of the super juniors must be absolutely fucking buggered. So, yeah, there's a bit of that going around, but it's all right. Nights four to seven. Uh, there is some professionalism to start. I'll do it very quickly. If anyone wants to contact us, they can. If you want to interact with us on the Tweety, you can do it. I'm at Grumpy2B. Grumpy2EB. <clears throat> Mr. Guy, it's at Drews for Tweets. And collectively, we are at Never Open Pod. If you want to send us a written voice email, you can do that too. Never Open Pod. <gasps> gmail.com. And if you have a bit of extra money and you want to look never as fuck, we have a Teespring store. Go do that. All right. Yeah, please do that. I appreciate it. Now, Luke, um, we have a little bit of news, and then we get right into the wrestling. Um, well, we got to talk about this this venue, too, first. But, I mean, we also <laughs> – a few steps, but we'll get there. But, anyway, this is really Baby cool. Steps. So, last last week we – or last week, last episode, whatever the fuck it was, you know, uh, we were talking <laughs> about Kurgan Hall and how the one thing that's missing from Kurgan Hall is the, like – you know, the people in the balcony, which is the standing room only tickets and fucking like they were listening to the show, you know, New Japan mm-hmm. and Kurgan Hall announced that they have those tickets for sale in the next Kurgan Hall show. will have people up in the balcony, which means you got to think banners are going to return and I'm going to be so fucking happy. I can't wait. Banners are the best. Who, which young lion will have the biggest banner, Luke? Because they always have a banner for a young lion. What do you think? Uh, I'm thinking... It's probably Iwa, but I'm going for Vegeta. Nakashima. Nakashima. They'll, they'll have, a, like, a giant picture of a broken arm, you know, like, and it'll be, like, and, and like, an outline of his, his hair, and that's what it is. Nakajima. That's fair. And then he gets a haircut, and so everyone's banners is, like, <laughs> totally useless now. Just like some everyone young, wearing a Just Four Guys t-shirt. <laughs> uh, some previous Young Lion banners that I remember – um, Jay White had a great banner. Uh, David Finley also had a great banner, and I'm sure others did as well. Maybe not Watto, but others did, and uh, I missed that. I can't wait. Kushida always had a banner. I don't know. I'm excited. I'm happy for that. That's the thing that I'm happy about. All right, good. I'm glad that you're happy about the banners because you have been mentioning them for quite a while. I want my it's banners. 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 So cool, I care more it's, about the towels. So they can yeah. wipe each themselves down with the towels and hand them back. Dude, I think Teton, I think in one of the matches Teton did wipe a little sweat. 
because he does he's from mexico he doesn't know about the you know the not wiping the sweat so but uh but anyway he's Luke, a bad uh, dude as well he's gonna break them <laughs> yeah our opening uh, uh show is this is from the 16th of may and this is at the akita perfector budokan and um <laughs> You know, I was like, oh, well, it's a Budokan, so there's definitely, like, all kinds of information online about this. All kinds of cool shits happen there. There's absolutely yeah. nothing online about this place. So let's learn a little bit about Akita uh, geography instead. So um, the Akita uh, Perfector is located in the northwestern side of Honshu, um, and it's adjacent to the Sea of Japan, which I didn't know was a thing, so I started looking into that a little bit, but I won't bore you with those details. And that's to the west and borders four other perfectors. Aomori, all right, in the north, all right, Iwate in the east, Miyagi in the southeast, and Yamagata in the south. And I think it's fascinating that a perfector can be bordered by four other perfectors and not be landlocked. That is fascinating. And I hope you all find that as fascinating as I did. Absolutely riveted. In fact, uh, I can't wait till we're finished recording so I can listen again. Uh, that actually came out more sarcastic than I meant it, so I do apologize, Mr. Guy. So well, I... but you weren't lying. So... <laughs> no, no, I wasn't. Now, uh, <clears throat> so yes, it is our, our first night of four. Uh, do you want to start or do I want to start? Well, I set it up so you could start, but I'm happy right, to start. So you're the host. It. It's up to you. Yeah, you, you can you can start. All right. So the sit my first match. All right. First match was Clark Connors versus Yo. And I had this funny note here at the beginning. I don't know what it means. It says Yo he ridges some spears. I'm assuming he dodges some spears. All right. And then we get. Certainly um, hope so. Yeah, and, and then there's some word that I mean, I'm typing this at like fucking five in the morning, so I'm doing my best here. And um, he removes the turnbuckle pad. So we get some like Yano turnbuckle shenanigans. Of course, Yo can't do his own moves. He has to do everyone else's. So today he's doing Yano moves. And like Connor is like, fuck you. It just starts beating him up. And at this point, I noticed that Yano tweets, Yo, that's it. And so um, into the exposed turnbuckle, Yo goes. And we get this sweet suplex that is basically a staple in every single Clark Connors match. Um, we get that, the elbow drop and a chin lock, all right? So then there's a Rana to come back for Yo, and he does a cannonball to the floor. Again, lots of fans without masks in this, like, rural perfector. So anytime they come to this, like, the southern island, I guess they don't give a fuck down there, and it's kind of cool. I kind of dig it. So, But the other problem, lots of empty seats in this place, all right? So it almost seems like New Japan booked the wrong like places down here for some reason because like and, and maybe they haven't been to this area for a while and maybe they haven't been to these cities for a while i don't keep i mean i i do keep track of it but i don't remember so it's like you know maybe this is a learning process and next time they'll go to more appropriate uh venues for you know the the size of the crowd they're expecting but it's surprised we haven't weird. seen um i'm surprised we haven't seen best of the super juniors in the uh, noah church building yet yeah man that place is cool but uh it's too small so uh anyway yeah. yo he he has a, a, an ouchie back and and it fails him when he tries his moves so that's cool and then there's a big forearm from connor's and gato says wow <laughs> he sees the forearm and it makes me laugh so hard so that was gato's good. amazing dude gato ringside 
one of the best managers out there. So I love it. So Yo goes into the turnbuckle, but no, he dodges a charging Connors who runs into the turnbuckle himself, gets rolled up. O'Connor roll. Fucking Yo wins, and Luke loses his mind. But here's the thing. He runs away because that's his thing now. He runs away. So he runs away into the crowd and sits down. So just so we can see how many tickets they didn't sell. <laughs> so Connors gets is like Gato's like, listen, fuck this guy. Why is he taking the cameras over the empty seats? He's like, kill him. So Connors gets a chair and he kills Yo with the with it after the match. And uh, he hits the thrill of the hunt thing on the turnbuckle, which makes me laugh really hard. And shake the soul plays as the post-match beatdown theme song, which made me laugh. <laughs> All right, I have a note in this match. Uh, one of them is like, now, now Yo is doing Yano. I hate it. Uh, but uh, I don't know, man. Like he does, he just he doesn't have the charisma to pull off copying other people's. It it's maddening for me. I'm sorry, I don't like it. But when he goes and starts doing his own moves and stuff, I, I like that. I like. His moveset's not the problem. But my other note was, like, no one wants to take Germans this tour. It's, like, around here that I noticed that I've seen seeing a distinct lack of German suplexes. But that'll change uh, in the next few days. This match is fine. It was good. It was uh, nice to see a beatdown on Yo post-match, though. So uh, that made me feel yeah. very happy. I bet you liked yeah. it. You were like, shake the soul. You know? Especially when Gato's yelling, you're the winner! Yeah! <laughs> Yeah, because he because he beat him up to shake the soul after the match. He's like, you lost, but no, you're the winner. Because look what happened. That's great. See, and see what we do for each other, Mr. Uh, guy. You just did yeah. that yo match. And uh, here I am with uh, Tegu- Ryusuke Taguchi Ugh. versus Titan. <laughs> My first note here is lots of amazing running of the ropes in this. And Mr. Guy is losing his mind. It's really good. <laughs> Oh my goodness, there's a fight on the outside at a, a top rope hip attack in the in the ring. Uh, Takuji goes for the for ankle locks and uh this is this match is sorta and I really thought yeah. I don't know why I wrote sorta. Oh yeah. So <laughs> sorta of, sorta of something. <laughs> yeah. I like this match, but I thought and the crowd thought all right, Takuchi's gonna pick up his first win, right? Right? It's just T-Tan. T-Tan's not going to win the fucking best of the Super Juniors. Taguchi can get a win here, right? But no, he must have pissed off the same people uh, Kushida has. There's great, <laughs> hip, <clears throat> there's great hip attacks and, and dives. Uh, Taguchi's Dodon works about as well as Dan Maloney's Gore. Uh, T-Tan does, like, four kicks, like, lightning fast, like, boom, 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 boom. And uh, as I'm thinking, like, fuck, that's fast. Kevin's just like, did how many kicks was that? Holy shit. And the ending, I'm like, it's fine. But I didn't want this end. But uh, T-Tan sells his leg after, like, missing a double stomp. And Taguchi ignores it and goes to the Moodle (laughs) and loses to the Moodle lock. Like, the ending of this match, I'm like, oh, T-Tan's leg, he's fucked. All right, ankle lock time. No, Taguchi's like, no, I'm going to do something else. Oh, and then you lost the mood. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, it was, I like it was this good. Match. Yeah. I liked it. It was a good match. It was, was kind of weird. Finish. He hit the Tornado DDT thing out of nowhere, you know, mm. and also there was a part in this match where I almost lost my mind because Taguchi kind of like set up Teton like he's going to hit him with the vertebraker. And I was like, yes. 
Only time ever I've wanted to see a wrestler take the vertebraker, but no, it didn't happen. I was pretty upset. About that, so. <laughs> So, all right, next, Luke, we have Robbie Eagles versus oh Bushi. And, and okay, so I'm going to have some things to say here. And everybody, take it easy. Luke, take it easy. Robbie, take it easy. All right. So, at the, in this match, um, Bushi always seems to have Robbie's number, right? So, this is kind of like a big deal for Robbie to finally, like, you know, uh, slay the dragon that is Bushi. So, Bushi gets a kick in the gut. And Robbie's like, every time, which made me laugh really Oh, hard. I love that. Because <laughs> I guess they maybe they start their match out like that every time, but that was really funny. So he recovers to hit his own uh, kick. It's a drop kick and a dive on Bushi, and he lands right on his feet. It's great. Now it's like, fuck my leg? No, fuck your leg. That's what we get here. So it's great. There's a rope break spot, and Robbie does a bunch of reversals to get to the uh, snap, a uh, really cool like snap side suplex, right? Yeah. Beetle blasters, they and a running version for two. Robbie, 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 and then double knees in the corner for two. Bushi gets a million reversals one after another. It's pretty good, and this ends with Bushi drop kick in the ropes. The, the like, you know, short drop kick, they call it. And he tries a lung blower, but Robbie gets a powerbomb variant and the Olivia Newton-John special for rope break. And uh, that was pretty cool. So leg stomp and uh, Robbie goes for the 450. And uh, that leg stomp that he does, now that he's kind of a tweener a little bit, because TMDK, yeah, they're faces, but they're kind of heels a little bit. You know what I mean? They're kind of that tweener. Now when he hits that leg stomp thing, I'm like, okay. That's great. He used to like stop the match with that because he was like 100% face on chaos. So this works way better with that. So, um, but he misses the 450 and he looks all fucking pissed. And so Bushi dodges a 619 style kick, Canadian style, in the corner. And it's a million reverses one after another. Neck breaker for two from Bushi. Canadian DDT to the apron for Bushi. Series of kicks, but Bushi tries a backslide and gets blasted in the face with yet another kick from Robbie. That's that like KO kick that we've talked about where it's kind of similar to the one um, that Kyle Fletcher hits. So it's like that, but to a kneeling opponent, good match. But I have to say, this did remind me of the old Robbie. And when I say the old Robbie, I say the like, I don't know, like back in the day, I used to criticize his matches for just being like too smooth and just kind of like nothing looked like it hurt, you know, and I know that's shitty for some fat guy sitting behind a microphone to say I'm aware of that. However, self-aware as I am, I do believe that this was kind of that again, just a little bit, you know, just a little bit. Listen, I'm going to make an excuse for him after criticizing him, and that is this is the best of Super Juniors. Take it easy. They're fucking tired, yeah. Yeah. Uh, As soon as this match finished, I was just like, whoa, they just do a Manal match? You were expecting that. No, I, I, like, okay. And I thought, oh, did this end soon because Bushi was hurt or something like that? It'll turn out that, uh, no, it's fine because, uh, Robbie will win using this uh, knockout kick in another match. So that's, that's, that's fine. I guess he's got another well, way to win, which is pretty cool. Think about but... this though. Like, okay. So Zack Sabre Jr. Big, you know, he's the heavyweight in TMDK. He doesn't mm-hmm. really have a finish. I mean, the Zack drivers are finished, but I mean, like Zack Sabre Jr. Wins by a different way every time. Oh, well, maybe this is something Robbie's doing too. Hmm. Yeah. 
I actually kind of liked this. Like, and that's fine. Sometimes you're gonna like something more than me, and vice versa. But I, I just thought, like, there's this funny part as well where Robbie stands on Bushi's back and does the Robbie chant. So I felt like there were instances in in this match where both these guys were dicks to each other. Yeah. <laughs> and I felt like it really worked. Like these guys <laughs> were just total douchebags, and every time they they took over. They uh, had a couple moves with a little extra stank on it just to kind of fuck each other up. So I, I really liked it. It was it was it was a lot of fun. <clears throat> I think the only thing I'm disappointed about in Bushi in this whole tournament is the fact he's got zero fucking points so far yeah. from where we're up to. Because I think up. he's wrestled an amazing tournament and having some really cool matches. This is for me another one and <sighs> zero. And I'm feeling like that with Taguchi too. I'm really enjoying what he's laying down and. It's a little frustrating. You're like, you can't give him two points. Come on. Man, it'd be interesting. I, this would never happen because, you know, uh, Bushi's so just kind of like, eh, yeah, whatever. But, you know, what if Bushi gets pissed and tired of being behind her rumor all the time? I don't know. And Teton yeah. now. Now he's behind Teton. Oh, oh, my God. What world are we living in, Luke? What's, what is with the New Japan junior veterans? You've got Taguchi, Bushi, and Kushida, and they've got, like, well, between all three of them, uh, Doki has more points. Uh, <laughs> you, just answered, you just answered your own question, my friend, because right. we know the youth movement is real. That's a real thing. So we're seeing that happen in this <clears> tournament. Absolutely. All right, so the next match is a match I like a lot, despite the finish not being to my taste, and it is a Doki <laughs> versus a TJP. Uh, oh, my God, TJP this tournament as well. He's TJP. Oh my God! Katamaru Gambit on Doki hits the bumper yeah. splash right away for two. Oh shit! So uh, yeah, the, 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 he goes for another bumper splash, but it's like put into a Doki Choki. Both men fight up the ramp, but Doki gets suplexed on it by TJP. Uh, Doki catches like a, a DDT and does a swinging suplex onto the ramp. Uh, that's, that's awesome. <laughs> Doki double stomps TJP off like the top rope. There's a daybreak. TGP does like this awesome battle against the suplex dealer Luna. Like, like uh, it's like the closest so far that Doki's come to getting it. And, <laughs> and, and TJP's like fight against it. Cause like, I feel like every, every wrestler knows, like, I guess so it's commentary. Cause I like to drum this over our heads that, uh, Hey, it's a really hard move to get on. But once you get it on that wrestler's fucked. Then uh, TJP kind of reverses it into a gnarly looking like, it isn't a Rosita Mente, but it kind of looks like one, if that makes sense. Like a rolling, uh, it's more of a roll-up, right? You know, he's not yeah. like lifting him kind of thing. I, I know what you're talking about. There's there's more stuff in this. Look, this match is awesome, and I see both men do some cool shit I don't think I've ever seen before. So that's just another thing. Like, these guys are just like, hey, we're pros, aren't we? Yeah. You want to try some shit? Yeah. Do you want to try some shit? <laughs> yeah. Let's try some shit. And they do. And it's awesome. I loved it. Yeah. But there is a final cut and a final. Is it Bamba or Mamba Splash? Well, yeah, I was about to ask you. I always so fuck that up. So I've got both written. Thing. All right. Uh, well, he is from L.A. And the Black Mamba is uh, was Kobe Sorry. Bryant, right? Which, you know, oh. I mean, the Celtics play tonight. And we all know the White Mamba's where it's at. You know, Scalabrini. But, you know, he's named him Smooth after Kobe Bryant. So that's what that is. I, I, if it's not that, then I don't know what else it could possibly be. But, um, yeah, is the Mamba 
uh, and that's the thing. So I think it's a dangerous snake or something like that. You should know that. Yeah, it is. Yeah, from Australia. Like the there you go. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you should know I've that. Heard of the so anyway, yeah. um, but uh, <laughs> I would say if you are a wrestler or if you're a fan of wrestling and you are like, I'm tired of these like same old moves. Watch this match because they they both these guys know every move. And so they do every move, you know? Yep. It's, I don't know. Yeah, they do all of them. So it's great. At this point, Robbie Eagles joins commentary, and I'm still waiting for our shout-out. You know what I mean? I mean, we're shouting out, you know, the stiff boys in press conferences. We're shouting out some unnamed podcast I won't even talk about on here because uh, I just will not – because they don't need our help. But, uh, you know, but we can't shout out the Never Open podcast, you know, that he said was better than all those other podcasts and it's never as fuck. Just saying, Robbie – what are we doing? So next, Luke, we have. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all over Robbie today, but uh, we'll see. Uh, Dan Maloney versus Akira. And I had predicted that this match would be the coming out party for Dan Maloney. Will it be? Let's find out. So Robbie on commentary, he discusses Akira's soul status since he's a ginger, which made me laugh pretty hard. Mm-hmm. So uh, I am, I, Luke, <laughs> I'm one quarter ginger. I'm not sure what that means for me. You know what I mean? What does that mean for my like, you know, afterlife and stuff like that? I just don't know. But well, um, I don't, I don't know either, man. I, I'm married to a ginger, and if I let my facial hair grow, which yeah. I rarely do, little tuffets of gingerish bits occur. <gasps> so I, I guess I'm part ginger too. So does just part of your soul move on after you die? I don't know. I need to. Well, I guess I'll find out one day. Next, anyway. So uh, this is Empire. <laughs> empire versus empire so and that really does not play much of a role in the Mm-mm. match you know at all which is kind of poopy so because we've never dan, seen them be friends or anything together have we no it's just kind of i don't know so dan he challenges akira to hit the hard hits you're gonna hit me the hard and so they run the ropes and dan gets a very very good drop kick that's very nice he catches akira and tries to speak japanese but but kevin like corrects his pronunciation but i think kevin's wrong so I don't know. So you do Dua Lipa, right? Yes. Yes, I do. Okay. Uh, I can't remember if it was right or wrong because it was like a week ago, maybe five weeks okay. ago. Well, you don't have to take notes on stuff like that. It's more of like a, you know, speaking a language is much more of a being in the moment type of thing. I, I understand. So um, now, <laughs> so they run the ropes and then Kevin corrects this thing. And I wrote that, you know, it's bad when that happens. But uh, Dan hits a bunch of chops. He challenges Akira again, says, hey, you hit me with the chops. And Akira's like, oh, I will. And the victory roll double stomp, which looks awesome for a double down. That's from Akira. And that's one of his moves. And then a dive from Akira. And Bolton Oleg gets the hell out of the way. And I fucking lost it. <laughs> I shit my pants laughing. He ain't coming anywhere near dives anymore because he almost got KO'd by Hiromu. So anyway, so we get more more decent wrestling but man i'm over here waiting i'm waiting i'm at the bus station i'm supposed to meet dan maloney he's supposed to show up and take me somewhere but he doesn't so there's a reverse rana but gore from dan drilly killer is countered and it ends with a fisherman suplex for two from dan Uh, that sequence ends that way akira strings together some offense including his double knees for the win, the fireball knees nothing special about this match but certainly not bad either i thought it was fine but man, like I said, I'm waiting at the bus station. Pick me up, Dan. Pick me all up. My, all my notes for this match are just like, I love Akira. Akira rules. He sells good. Good poison runner. He survives Dan's offense. And 
he only and yeah so this is a contrast right here because like in, the, we've got akira versus maloney here and the next we've got mike versus kushida now as far as i'm concerned sure i saw a mini preview of mike bailey at the uh, american show but it was very short but i got a, a small taste of him and i like what i saw i hadn't didn't have any taste of den maloney at all but I was excited for both men. So the contrast here is like, it's, it's, we're talking about night four and <clears throat> I know what Mike does. He's got his kick flurry, which I'll call it that now instead of machine gun kicks. Cause I know you don't like the machine gun kick name. There's too many gun references and there's bullet club and there's a sniper hey, in the sky. Too many guns. My wrist. Wait, Sorry, it's wait, a kick every, flurry. Every kick. neighbor is kick killing everyone with guns yeah. and talk to me, you know? So, 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 all right. I don't know if you've ever seen Red Letter Media's review of uh, The Force Awakens, where he's like, describe all a character and all that kind of stuff. But here's, here's me. Describe to me Baloney's moveset, because, like, Bologna. what is it? Because, <laughs> because I'm watching – I've watched about as many Mike Bailey matches as I have Maloney matches. I know Mike does the kick flurry. I know he does the standing moonsault double knees to the chest from, like, any angle. I know he's got the flamingo driver. I know he's got – uh, you know that um, the the triple spin kick thing, and all sorts of other moves. Like I know he's gonna pull some of these out, and he's gonna do them in different gnarly looking ways every single fucking time. Well, for Maloney, oh, he, he does a chop and a J driller, um, a J a driller killer. Okay, well, yeah. All right. What other moves does he have? What is anyway? He? Yeah, I just so, I just need to know what he is. That's it. So I mean, and, I, I just don't know yet. Andy and I do not want to shit on this man. No, we want to be because we want to cheer for all the wrestlers. Like I want to cheer for Yo. Believe it or not, I cheer for Sonata now. So like anything possible in wrestling, like anything <laughs> possible. I'm gonna say good things about a Yo match on this that is awesome. thing, and you'll hear me discuss about it, even though some of it annoyed me. Anyway, let's go to it. Mike Bailey versus Kushida. Oh, Kashida's in the fluoro trunks. All right, he's got new trunks, new look. Maybe this is a new start from yeah. bike shorts. <laughs> but this, did it's, you catch this is a Sakuraba tribute? So it's like a shoot fight thing. You know, he's like, oh, you you do the shoot fights. Well, I know Sakuraba, so I would dress like him. All right. So they uh, they both get submissions on each other's legs, which is a move, uh, a sequence I really like, especially when it ends with both men rolling out to the ring and landing on each other's legs. Always a fun <laughs> spot. Always looks ouchy. I fucking like that shit. There's strikes outside, and uh, Mike kicks the post. Ooh! And Kashida puts a leg stretch on him on the outside. There's kicks to Mike's leg. Hey, Kashida, he's a fuck-your-arm specialist, sure. But he's a fuck-your-anybody part if he if he has to. And he knows, he knows Mike Bailey's kicks or wherever it's at. So there it is. So there's like kicks to Mike's leg and Mike tries for a, his kick flurry. No, he crumples the first time, but he manages to hit it the second time. There's like a running shooting star by uh, Mike Bailey, but Kushida catches him. And this, like, I, in the best way possible, this match is kind of rough as guts. So these guys are trying to fuck awesome. each other up. It is stiff and fantastic. In fact, there's like, Mate, there's one one point where I thought like uh, Bailey knocked the knocked Kushida the fuck out. <laughs> you were like, is Kushida okay? 
<laughs> yeah, I say that a couple times. And like, yeah, it's a bit marky. I know that. But it's also me going like, all right, that was a cool bump spot. Like, I really like that. Is he okay? Yeah. Shit but, looked uh, real in this match. That was like the, the theme of this match. It's like, let's make everything look oh, fucking yeah. real. Like, uh, Kushida gets up by the 10 count. And there's like amazing back and forth, but like every kick to Kushida's head from that one spot, like after that, it freaks me the fuck out. And I'm like, no, stop doing that. You were knocked him out. Head damage. I don't like that. But uh, it was awesome. Uh, Kushida manages to catch Mike in like a double leg hook. And what? Mike Bailey. He taps out. That's his first loss. And Kushida's first win. So there you go. Uh, maybe the fluoro trunks for this one match uh, really helped him out. I thought this match was awesome. Fucking awesome. So good. Did, Kushida changed his approach in this match. He got the win, right? So we'll see if he continues to do that. I don't know. That's kind of his story right now is that, you know, he maybe he's kind of long in the tooth and these young guys are fucking him up. But this new young guy that's like a fucking big, shiny new guy lost to him so that's pretty cool um i will say that there was a move in this match that looks so fucking real there's like this chop block from kushida on uh mike bailey in the leg dude fucking looked real as fuck i was like wow that is so good and then kushida shows some personality after the match and does some goofy ass shit and one of which was absolutely hilarious the other i'm not quite sure I get, I mean, I get it, but oh, I just, I can't see him punk references enough, but, um, Kushida well, runs over. Yeah. Yeah. Go on. Go, go, go. Kushida, he runs over to, uh, Kevin Kelly and he says, Hey, I need, I need Scott DeMore's phone number. Give me Scott DeMore's phone number. And he's like grabbing Kevin Kelly, like demanding, which is the booker for, uh, impact, which is really funny. He also says that if he wins his match in his hometown, which is the city that he said it was, he promises to buy ice cream for everyone because of CM Punk, because of the CM Punks. Yeah, that's that's right. Uh, by the way, there's a I don't know if it happens early in the next match or during the uh, Bailey Kushida match, but there's one point where uh, Kevin's like. Man, it's gonna be uh, an awesome. Uh, it's gonna be a long four nights for you boys. And Robbie's like, I thought, "What do you mean four? Isn't it three nights?" <laughs> no, it's four in a row. And Robbie's like, "Fuck." Yeah. And uh, I totally, right. I totally, I totally feel that. Well, I feel He's some like, of that. But thank God, me and Bushi didn't kill each other. But uh, next, Luke, this next match, like, okay, so Kevin Knight's kind of new. He's gonna need some guidance. So there's only one ref that we want in the ring to make sure nothing goes wrong. That's Ref Marty Asami, you know, affectionately known as Ref Chumpy. Ref Chumpy's um, in the house. I need to write him a song. Like, if anyone could be a muse. Chump alert. <laughs> I don't know. Let me write the song, Luke, okay? So, <laughs> Desperado versus Use Kevin my lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look. There's Ref Chumpy. He's a... There's other refs. Anyway, so uh, Desperado, he's impressed with Kevin Knight's leaping ability as they run the ropes, and it's great. Like, Desperado's smiling and having a good old time. And then Kevin, not Kevin Kelly, Kevin um, Knight, toe, he botches something but goes right into a kick and hits a big instance, it says. I don't know what that is. Um, I don't know what this is. I'm assuming drop kick, and then he hits a plancha, I think. But um, he strings together a bunch of really cool offense. But Desperado 
is just like kind of like pushes him off throw and then starts chopping the shit out of him and we get some fuck of your leg of course from desperado so kevin knight he hits the okada drop kick off the top rope so that's the deal where he gets the dude sitting up on the top rope maybe he was going for a move we don't know knocks him out he's up there boom hits the drop kick off the top rope that is take some huevos so uh, respect <laughs> to kevin naito for doing that one that is uh you got huevos for doing that in new japan so there's a really scary looking springboard splash where kevin he kind of overshoots it but he's okay he's fine so huge spine buster i know they're calling they're calling it the sky high because of course that's the sky high that Dilo brown yeah. did you're right it's awesome but it's spine buster right it's like a sit out yeah. spine buster. anyway so um Going for the pendulum uh, DDT, but numero dos out of nowhere for a rope break. And Desperado was cranking on the leg. And man, that's one of my favorite things. It's when he just like grabs a leg. Like uh, there was a wrestler, Sammy Callahan. He's from my area, right? He had the stretch muffler as his uh, finisher in, in NXT. And he just put it on. Oh, the guy taps out. But like Desperado like cranks on the leg and the dude's He's got the I extra mean, it's Man, there's so much stank. Well, in this case, it was just like regular stank. It wasn't even extra. You know, I mean, the extra stank comes later. But anyway, there's uh, a spine buster from Desperado. I like his a lot, too. Rolling low chipin counters. And uh, Kevin, uh, let's see here. He gets a near fall out of that. There's a roll up. And Marty does not see the pin for a second because he's too busy, like, being cool. It's not his fault. But um, he may have cost Desperado the win here, but, I mean, he's still cool. No, Pinche Loco, Desperado wins, um, and I really enjoyed this. Now, Luke, if you wouldn't mind, I'd be happy. I would love to hear what you think about this, but I I, I don't want to do the next match, but I'd like to set it up if you don't mind. Yeah, sure. Before you do that. Yes, please. uh, I like this match a lot, too, uh, even though uh, Despy ignores uh, Kevin's injured shoulder. And uh, Kevin ignores uh, Despy's injured legs. Uh, now, this starts, this continues something for me that's been like this unimportant, like little detail in my brain that I'm trust, been trying to figure out. And it's this little detail. I'm like, all right. It's just me trying to sit there. Just I don't know why I'm doing this, but I'm just like, all right. Who watches these matches? Like, who works for New Japan Pro Wrestling in the Best of the Super Juniors and watches this stuff as ah. well? And <clears throat> some, some, I'm going to have a few theories down, and I'll mention a couple of wrestlers down the line, but uh, Robbie's one of them. Like, yeah, he, he, seems to know, he seems to know the stories. For, uh, I'd say Mike Bailey, uh, when you hear him on commentary, he also seems... In fact, on the last night... When it's back to uh, Robbie Eagles on commentary, you know what he does? He goes, well, Mike Bailey the other night said this to you, Kevin, so mm-hmm. how about blah, blah, blah at this point? And I'm like, well, these guys are, are watching it because they've got matches coming up and they want to not copy other people, I guess, and also use the storylines other wrestlers have to incorporate into theirs. Like, it, it just, you know, I think I feel like Zack Sabre Jr. is another guy who watches a lot of stuff too because they, I think, like uh, – Robbie and maybe Mike Bailey, they're like, well, we can add it to the psychology of all the stuff that we do. So now my brain's just being like, who are other guys who watch this stuff that kind of add to it? Because some of the guys on commentary will will make you think like, oh, they're not watching this. They're too busy. Or they just don't go that little extra step. Some people just don't want to take their work fucking home with them. And other people are wrestling nerds. You know what I mean? Like some people are just really happy to be there to train and do it that way. 
Other people are just like, you know what, I'm going to watch as much of this shit as I, I can mean, and absorb it like a sponge. Yeah. Some people are nerds for the biz. You got your Robbie Eagles and then you got your Lance Archers, right? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> because like uh, on another night, Kevin Knight does not know what a dokey choki is. And I'm just like, what? Someone's not watching these shows or he's watching in Japanese, but I, I doubt it. But, you need to stop me. You got to control me from talking shit about wrestlers that speak English. <laughs> What game I want to come on. So, all right, Luke, I have to set up this next match for you because you're gonna knock it down. And holy shit, show, mm-hmm. mm, he is right up there with Robbie for MVP of this tournament. Holy shit! So Evil comes out and he is all mad looking, and he replaces Milano on commentary stealing his chair. What? Yeah, get the fuck out of here, Milano! It's my turn. If you if you don't know. There was no bigger like you're not supposed to cheer from the commentary booth, right? But Milano Collection AT has his favorites, right? And one of them was Evil, and he would hold the fucking scythe up and shit, and like Evil trusted him, and it was a big deal. And so Milano lost his mind when Evil turned on Lij. He couldn't believe it, and so he comes out, knocks Milano out of his chair, steals it, and sits down, right? So oh that made me laugh. And then Show comes out. And he grabs the mic and he explains that Hiromu can't compete because he's hurt. He's sick or hurt or something. And he threatens Abe with a spanner. <laughs> so he reads this note and wants Chumpy to declare him the winner. And then uh, Hiromu appears and they both, uh, you know, and, and drop kicks both House of Torture members. And the bell rings, Luke. What is the next match? <clears throat> it is Hiromu Takahashi versus Show. Oh, I love it. It's like Show. Show's doing a Bart Simpson for not, like, doing his homework. I've got a note from my parents or something like that. But, uh, yeah, like, I've got a note here that says, like, <laughs> Romu can't wrestle. Oh, my God, it's amazing. Yeah, it's funny. You've mentioned The Simpsons a million times on the show. First time you've ever mentioned Bart Simpson, the best character on the show. And he's – I like him, but he's, he's not my I'm – I'm a, I'm a, Eat a my shorts, Luke. Eat pants. All right, so <laughs> Romu comes out. He's all taped up, and uh, <laughs> oh my god, Evil tries to help help cheat. Like Chompy is chomped out, fucking big time. And Hiromu does something, and I'm like, thank you, everyone, thank you, thank you so much. Hiromu takes a German suplex. Holy shit, it's lots of freaking power bombs too, which I really like. And <laughs> so he doesn't. Hiromu doesn't come out just all taped up. Sorry, I take that back. He's not taped up like, oh, my shoulders hurt and shit like that. No. Evil and fucking show beat him up and taped him up in the back so they could pull off this forfeit bullshit. And so for a good portion of this match, Hiromu still got tape in his mouth like it's gagging him or something. (laughs) And Hiromu has to wrestle most of the match like that. He finally gets the bloody tape off and he's like, (laughs) after that. (laughs) <laughs> I love it. Oh my god. There's <laughs> evil fire uh, fires back and he can't try, try to get tries to go for the sunset bomb, but evil chair ribs him. <laughs> There's like even though I didn't want Hiromu to over overcome here because I'm just like man, I want other people to start getting wins and and all this kind of stuff. And I understand Hiromu's the champ. He's got to get these points and stuff. I still, I didn't really mind it happening this way. It was funny. It was like an interesting, fun little twist on on uh, Evil and Show's little cheating shenanigans. They're finding new ways to be 
douchebag cheating heels, and I'm fucking loving it. They're not, like, content with just doing, oh, let's just do chain arm stretch this match. Okay. Let's just put a spin on chain arm stretch. Okay. No, they're trying to do some new fucking heel shit, and they don't mind being really silly and fun with it either. I'm into it. Uh, show, show rules, like, He's completely changed his style, but he can definitely go back to that hard-hitting style if he wants. And if anyone asks, like, oh, why is Jake wrestling this style now? Why is he wrestling this style? He takes less bumps. That's why. Dude, he's probably got, you know, all this kind of stuff. And it always looks like he's having a fun time. Look at him. He loves doing this. Look at him. You know, I mean, I don't know. And they want him to do it. And he seems like... The show character rules. And I don't understand what the problem is because... We're going to talk more and more about show and I mean, his performance is like he's doing something in the best of super juniors tournament that no one else is doing. So what's yeah. your problem? I mean, I've seen I like a lot it. of people that, that are like, kind of like, Oh, I hate to say it, but I'm fucking loving show this tournament. I've seen a lot of that. I've also still seen the people that just have the echo chamber reaction of, Oh, house of torture is the worst thing ever. Luke's an idiot. You know, I've seen that a lot, but the Luke's the idiot thing might be true. <laughs> but not, yeah, definitely true. not always but the thing but, about house of torture is not so. but yes so uh it, it does uh end of course with uh uh hiromu getting a time bomb on and or or, or, or at least pinning uh, a show and uh getting the uh pin over show so yeah i love this match <laughs> it doesn't have the finish i like but it, it does make me just want to talk about show some more because yeah uh, yeah i'm loving what he's putting down it's different uh, if he needs to do his tough man stuff, he's 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 doing that. He's selling is cartoonishly fun. It, I just I'm into it. Yeah, I was into yeah. him. And dude, I love Never Style wrestlers. He's wrestling. He was the Never Junior, right? He's totally different to that now. And I still love this man. Like this guy just knows how to do different styles of wrestling, and I'm into it. And this is. Like, there's also an ongoing story that's, which has slowly started to build, which is this kind of camaraderie slash budding kind of relationship that we're seeing with evil and show. Their chemistry is just so fucking fun. And we get to see them interact without Dick Togo and uh, Yujiro. So, like, yeah, sure, they're part of House of Torture too, but I'm, I'm really like seeing show and evil just kind of cement their evil house of torture relationship it's fucking fun yeah i think that evil first identified show is maybe a member of the sex dungeon but then recognizes wrestling and was like oh wait a second you can <laughs> wrestle but so if we could get rid of yujiro house of torture would rule i mean oh for God. real they'd be fantastic they'd be doing this shit all the time except you know, Dick Togo be getting destroyed and, you know, get his comeuppance every single night, get put in the dog cage every single night by Yano. I mean, it's going to be great times if that were to happen. But this match is a blast. I love showing this tournament. He's one of my favorite. Like, when his music starts, first of all, his music's awesome. If you've never noticed before, his music is like a, a perverted, twisted version of his original music. It's great. What a great idea because he's a perverted twisted version of his original character. And I don't know. I think his, he's a complete wrestler, complete character. And he shows it right here. Now 
He's also wrestling Hiromu, who's like one of the greatest wrestlers of all time. So that helps a lot. And Hiromu ain't scared of taking bumps, ain't scared of looking dumb, ain't scared of anything. So he's going to go right. with whatever. And uh, I felt like this was like the cross between like, you know, like, a, I don't know, a, a, a Yano match and like maybe something a little more serious, too. You know, there was a lot of stuff in this. It was great. But <clears throat> we I mean, evil rang the bell in the middle of the match, which is really cool. <laughs> you know, I, and that was after show it hit three power bombs right in a row and then put a brab on Hiromu. <laughs> and he was like, it's over. <laughs> and Robbie's like, take the hammer away from him. No, give him the hammer or something like that. That match was fun. <clears throat> I loved it. Next, Luke, we have Master Huato versus Yoshinobu Kanemaru. And uh, commentary is like, oh, hang on a second. What's this? We got delivery. Oh, that's a bunch of shovels. All right, let's fucking get that. Start digging some dirt and throwing it right onto Watto. Bury him, you see. Um, Because good lord, they're both doing it. What? But guess what, Luke? This match happens to be a fuck your leg match. I couldn't believe it. Kanemaru is the best at fuck your leg. I mean, Robbie's very good. You know, Ishimori, very good at fuck your arm. But there's no one better at fuck your leg than Kanemaru. He's the best. So... He's the monster. We're using, you know, we're using a lot of the same spots that we've seen again, but only slightly different. As Kanemaru, he throws Wado's leg into the ring post for a countout spot. There's all kinds of fuck your leg, as I mentioned before, and Wado has no answer for this. So he comes back with some kicks, which is weird because he's his leg's been fucked up, and he hits the mid card, you know, for a double down because that's all it's worth. And uh, up and <laughs> up and over and ropes uh, open over the ropes. There we go. But Watto's leg is very ouchy as he lands. There's a springboard, but ouchy leg and figure four on Watto. And he's completely fucked. But guess what? He gets a rope break. Watto's leg is completely fucked again. But there's a moonsault from Kanemaru and Watto barely gets out of the way. It's a little scary, a little scary, Watto. You got I mean, even if it's supposed to be close, get out, get out of the way. <laughs> so they both are very ouchy though after a uh, louisville slugger from wado is a recitamente for dose and then they roll a uh, roll up a figure four attempt but wado hits a spin kick and a high angle german and luke he gets the win with the high angle german i remember a time very recently when you're like you know what that ought to be his finish what are you thinking now uh yes please love it i don't care like i, I, I know um gleek guy Al Lindemann does a German, but it's more like a, a normal, like kind of bridging German, yeah. it, which is awesome. And I love that finish too. But <clears throat> Wato, I remember the first time Wato pulled out this fucking high angle German. And I was just like, dude, have you been sitting on that the whole fucking time, Wato? Like, wh- where's this move? And you got to do this all the time and you got to end matches with it because it's gnarly and awesome. And <clears throat> he's had a bit of trouble hitting it. And uh, it's been me all tournament complaining, being like, I like suplexes. Why is no one taking Germans here? It's pissing me off. That's my like my only little nitpick. I like I'm not seeing enough German suplexes. And uh, I'm like, Luke, it's best of the Super Junior. Shut up and give me suplexes. And Wato and Wato, who who I, I must admit we've also been bearing a bit, but it's kind of hard not to bury a guy that everyone around you is also burying. So uh, well, it's, we'll talk it's, about it at the but, end of this episode. What Wato's been able to do. Oh, my and, God. I can't and, wait and to you, get into yeah, the whole Wato burying saga because yeah, there's, there's a story here. here. 
Yeah. But Luke, um, before we move on to the next batch, I want to mention something that is, I guess, news, but it's just interesting. You mentioned Gleet, uh, a Gleet wrestler. So I just, I don't think you know this. This is pretty cool. Um, but uh, T Hawk is now the G Rex champion, which is like the Gleet champion, right? He's challenging y- Yuji Nagata for the Triple Crown belt. He's going to lose, oh. but that'll be awesome. So, and T-Hawk going to pop all over the place. It's going to be great. Wait, 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 wait. Eugene God is still the old Japan Triple Crown champion? Yeah, who else would be? I mean, I, no offense to Yuji, but I thought they were going to give him the title the way they gave, like, uh, Kojima the title. All right, you've had the title now. I'll give it to you a month or two, and then ah. uh, you can. No, Luke, we got all together again coming up. So, we got to get Yuji Nagata to hold that belt all the way till then, right? So, yeah, which, but, by the way, Keno is going to be tagging with Okada on that show. So. Dude, but seeing Yuji Nagata as the Triple Crown champion doesn't make me feel like I'm seeing All Japan's champion. No, it just makes me feel like I'm seeing a New Japan guy. As... I don't know. I think, you know, they might see him as an All Japan guy in some ways. <laughs> you know? I yeah, don't know. That's true. It, right. I, I don't have a good uh, metaphor to compare, but we have a bunch of other matches, so I'm sorry I brought it up. Nah, that's all right. How dare you. Never never be interesting ever again. Fuck you. All right, so... (laughs) (laughs) Main event! All right, it is... All right, I feel like this whole match is, like, you got to watch this fucking uh, Clockwork Orange style with your fucking eyes taped open because, Jesus Christ, these guys move fast and it's a blur. Yeah. It is Leo Rush versus Taiji Ishimori... I don't think we've been saying it too much, but I've loved Ishimori's tournament. Win, win, or lose, like, this dude's Dude. fucking... He's the best it's... in New Japan. He's the best you... junior in New Japan, you right? Know, yeah, yeah. You know what's funny to me, too? Like, I'm pretty sure he's older than, a couple years older than me, or, or your age, which is, you know, a couple years older than me. Hey. But, and and he's still, like a threat this big time threat and all this kind of stuff and then Kashida's back and they're like eh you're an old fuck get out of here and I'm like he's 40 I'm like oh okay but I don't know you can't so Ishimori is like the uh, oldest junior that they're not quite burying like they're keeping him as a a threat maybe it's because like man this new wave of uh, juniors what are they they're fucking fast well, it doesn't matter how old Ishimori is. Like, I'm just going to walk to the ring like my body's been destroyed. Ding, ding, ding. What? So it's as if, it's if like, is he a sloth in real life? And he's just, like, <laughs> just fucking chilling out and being, like, real lazy and shit. And then when the if someone rings a bell, he's just like, I'm going like to kill lion, people. You know? <laughs> so, yeah. This match is fucking insane. There's... Lots of amazing spots and lots of awesome reversals. Part of me felt like, all right, maybe it's Leo's time to start you know, losing a couple here because he's, he's getting on in the points and it, the tournament's going on. And, you know, because as much as I'm enjoying Leo Rush, like I'm more an Ishimori guy, I guess, and I want to see him win. Ishimori is, of course, following his game plan. So I'm going to... Because he's done it in every match, and because Katamari did it in every match in his best of Super Juniors, I'm going to dub the... Uh, I'm just going to take the uh, ring post off and throw a dickhead in it at some point in the match. 
the Ishimori Gambit. No. There we go. I've is it, I've named. Well, but okay, so a Gambit is a surprise attack, though, right? Or is it not? Well, yeah, you know, you, 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 not not always. Like a Gambit could be like, all right, I'm gonna do this thing right here, and it's a bit brazen, but it's gonna set up what I'm gonna do later. So. Uh, Why don't we yeah. call it like the the like you know, arm mate or the like checkmate or something like that. Or the, I don't know. I don't know. Well, we need to work on this. We need to work on this. I can't, right, we'll, I, I don't think we'll, there we'll should be two it. gambits. I'm just saying, I, I feel very strongly. About this, so. All right. That's fair enough. Uh, I understand. But, uh, sorry. <laughs> that's all right. This match makes, it makes me believe though, that Ishimori is just, uh, cause you know, crunch to the corner, fucking, hits the mystic arrow and all this kind of stuff. He, he tries to get that bone lock in. Nah, man. Ends with a final hour. And Leo Rush on eight. Ishimori on six. This was fucking awesome. And I didn't really mention many of the moves, but it's it's so fast. Like, in my defense, Mr. Guy, for not calling too many of the spots for this, like me talking about this match, they both move really fast. And if I'm typing, I'm not watching the screen and I've missed stuff. <laughs> And I, I really am wanted to watch these watching guys. while I type, so that's why my notes are like. Maybe you're a faster he, typer than me. <laughs> no, it's that's why my notes are like he fudged the face of the dude. It's like, wait, that's not what happened. <laughs> anyway, um, this is tremendous, obviously, right? And they do a million moves, but um, I don't know. Oh, Ishimori. I, I feel like Ishimori onslaught. There's got to be like a military term that's chess related we can use instead. That is like a maybe uh, like um, vowel alliteration, and also wouldn't like copy off Kanemaru because Kanemaru is always a sneak attack. I'm just saying, but uh, I, I feel very strongly. I really feel like that Leo Rush is having a tremendous tournament. I kind of get fired up when I see his matches, except when they're in the main event sometimes when it's been like fucking six hours and and it's not that long. But when I wake up at like five or whatever, I'm like, ah, this is when I'm starting to get tired. But I also need to start getting ready for work, which is a good time to like deal with in your brain. But um, in this match, we had uh, Robbie Eagle still on commentary, I believe. And he says the boner lock. Like that, I swear to God, he's like the bone lock. And you could tell he wanted to say boner lock because you always do. Everybody does, right? Everyone so does. So, See, anyway. he's he, he not just watching the matches. He's listening. He's, he's heard us say boner well, lock a listen, billion times, probably. So we, maybe. maybe we said that when we interviewed him. I don't know. But if most if people don't know, I don't know if this made it onto the show when we uh, recorded with him and, and had him on the show. But um, he did mention to us that the sniper of the skies is not just a gimmick. He was like saying, I see everything. You know, I hear everything, (laughs) which is very it's very true in my experience so far. So anyway, that was that was a really good show, Luke. Did you like it? Yeah. Uh, In fact, like this night and the next night, I I kind of said, like, are they in their experimental stage? Because all the matches felt kind of different there was some interesting finishes including like a a a bit of a noah finish uh there's all sorts of different kind of fun interesting things going on in all sorts of the different matches and i was just like all right fucking like night four quite a bit yeah night five however 
I like just as much as Night 4, so let's get into oh, it. Oh, yeah. Hold on, hold on. Night 5 <laughs> was on the 17th of May. <laughs> it was at the Sendai Sun Plaza. We've been there many times, but just to remind people, it, the some, like there's the, the Sendai Sun Plaza. It's a hotel in Miyagi Noku, Sendai, yeah. and uh, Miyagi Pref- Prefecture. And the hotel's adjacent to the JR East Underground. Um, big word with lots of letters station and uh, the 12-story structure meaning the plaza includes a large three-story circular hall with seating for up to 27 hundo mofuckas and with that is used mostly as a concert fall a concert hall and sports venue it also contains a conference hall daycare center wedding facilities and a hotel for 74 with 74 rooms the building was completed in march 1993 my birthday's in march luke yeah wrestlers must have loved this venue because like oh my match is finished thank fuck i'm going up to the hotel (laughs) (laughs) i wonder i wonder you know i mean they probably sleep straight in the tub um, or having a shower whatever like i'm gonna chill out on the on on my mattress and maybe watch the rest of the best of super juniors like uh luke it's your turn to start the show it's my turn, and we're starting with Hiromu Takahashi versus Ryusuke Taguchi. Tanahashi is given the book. Hey, oh, that was, yeah. Milano was very upset. He was. Upset. He was like, well, oh, you're giving it to Tanahashi. And, and I'm like, what's Tanahashi going to do? He takes the book, and he bounces. He's like, all right, thank you. Yep. He respects for him. Man, yeah, he oh, has, that, has that match ever happened? <clears throat> that could be fun. <laughs> This match, I really like it. I like every time Hiromu and Taguchi wrestle each other. So you're, you 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 think to yourself, all right, are we just going to get like a pin battle, which we always get? But this is di- a different Taguchi, this tournament. This, so uh, <laughs> we start with a wrist lock by Taguchi, and uh, there isn't much of, as I said, they're rolling pin shenanigans. Like, uh, look, Taguchi mostly plays this straight. But uh, Hiromu will eventually try doing some uh, roll-up pins and stuff like that. Uh, Taguchi even does this like awesome splash on Hiromu. And the crowd's going nuts because Taguchi has no points. And everybody else in the crowd, like, they want Taguchi to get points too. They can feel it. So, come on, give Taguchi two damn points. But he's not getting a title shot against Hiromu. Not in this kind of era of the juniors. So... Yeah, there is uh, some rolling shenanigans, and then uh, Hiromu's, as Kevin says, the Hiromu's unnamed roll-up for the win, and, Hir- and Hiromu. <laughs> uh, it's Gucci in a pretty quick uh, timing, too. I have two things from this match that I found interesting. One, Hiromu used the picture in his uh, strategy guide of Hiro- or uh, Hiromu used the picture of Taguchi from the like uh you know All-Star Juniors Festival where he tagged with the guy that that wore the weird sweater the man that, like, your ass right so, yeah. yeah that was great that made me laugh so hard and also Hiromu got like zero offense in this match like zero and fucking got the pin at the end and, and then rolled him up at the end yeah, yeah fair enough fair enough i mean he's stealing water shit but at the same time I, I, I was like, respect to Gucci. I like that. So that was cool. Next, we have Kevin Naito versus Bushi. And we get a big shine right out the gate for Kevin Knight as he starts with drop kicks and goes for the pendulum DDT right away. He doesn't want to fuck with Bushi. He knows how Bushi feels about young lions. So Bushi, oh, yeah. though, 
<laughs> he lifts him over the ropes onto the apron, kind of Canadian style, and it hits his tope. All right, and the crowd is very pro Bushi, with Kevin Knight is not happy about, but he doesn't really notice, and I'm just putting that in my in the, in his head. But uh, there's a, a Brit. Wait, that can't be right. There's a drop kick, short drop kick must be, and Bushi starts the heat with a chin lock. Kevin comes back though with a plancha and a running splash, and uh, Bushi he foils the top rope Rana thing that uh, Kevin Knight does, and they do some reversals which are not yet like Kevin. Um, Kevin Naito's specialty. So he's not got the like New Japan reversal thing down quite yet, at least not with Bushi in this match. So there's a huge spine buster. Yeah, all oh, there's no problem. You know what I mean? But like, no. that's important, right? You got to be able to do that because like late in the match, you're going to do that in every match. So I'm just saying. But um, there's a huge spine buster and we get the Bouye spot. Uh, rewind kick. Uh, and Kevin, he responds with a huge drop kick, nasty looking Rana driver thing. <laughs> Luke thought he was, uh, Bushi was dead off the top rope. And Kevin hits the big DDT for the win. I thought this was a really solid match, Luke. I agree. Not only do I think it was dead, it's like the second finish in a row in, involving Bushi, where I'm just like, is that motherfucker okay? Is he all right? <laughs> he, he got hit with a drill killer, too. Remember that? Yeah, because like, yeah, because he's maybe he's just like doing head selling because it makes sense from the previous nights and things like that. And we're all right. So, uh, yeah, it, it is it's a solid match. Like, but <clears throat> it's probably like the first jumping Frankenstein that Kevin Knight's done that hasn't landed kind of perfectly. So, like, and I'll put some of that on Bushi, too, because when he gets his legs up on you, you're supposed to, like, flip over and land. Like, that's how Rana's work, right? So he didn't land good. It was something I think that's on purpose, I though. I mean, we've seen many people do yeah. that. It's like a driver, which is scary. It looked gnarly, but, but it's okay. if, you, if you look at the next two nights, Bushi's fine. So I feel like Bushi took this maybe in, in, in a way that Naito might take it, where it looks kind of gnarly, but he's fine. Yeah. Are you there? I'm here. I agree with you. Oh, oh cool. Uh, I was just freaking out. I'm like, oh, my God, we're recording. Where are you? Ah. I don't know why you're freaking out, but. Uh... All right, cool. All right, so next, we have a match I really like. <laughs> oh, look, it's show. Oh, no wonder I really like it. And oh, CGP. Oh, it's another reason I really like this match. Dude, Evil comes out in an Empire shirt and an Empire towel. So <laughs> he's doing the Empire thing where everyone's like, Hey, we're coming out for the Empire match. Yeah, Evil's pretending to be an Empire guy watching it. I fucking love it. This match is super fun. TGP tries to get wrestling, uh, get a wrestling match going, and it works for a bit. <laughs> but every time, Evil distraction. Evil even chokes him with the Empire towel. So this is really fucking funny. <laughs> he, he, but he does, uh, he does remember to take his uh, Empire T-shirt off and be like, "Ha ha! I tricked you. I'm actually how's the torch going? He didn't trick us, but." Oh my god, this this is great, and the crowd just boosts the shit out of show, which leads to massive cheers for TJP. There's this one really fucking cool spot. This show's just like, all right, it's wrench time. Turns around with this wrench. I'm gonna fuck him up, everyone. Yeah, I know you hate it. I'm gonna do it. Looks over to the other side of the ring. Uh oh, TJP's got his own wrench. <laughs> what? Painted black too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah painted black on both sides all right that's every so, movie 
Every fucking movie trailer is painted black, by the way. Oh, my God. Just saying. Enough with that. Yeah. Enough. Oh, my God. We've got to show how amazing this this bad guy's been this whole movie. Oh, I know. It's that uh, Sympathy for the Devil song. Yeah, there you go. Those two. And, yeah. like, like now they're using Nirvana songs. And I'm just like, stop it, you motherfuckers. Luke, there's a great match, though. Yeah. So, uh, look, TJP's an experienced dude. He, he knows how to outwit and overcome, which is what he does. He he uh, he gets one up on the House of Torture boys and hits his Bamba Splash. By the way, there's one part of this match I, I also love. It's a show uh, looking, acting, and sounding terrified by getting face washed in the corner. No! 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 Ah, ah, no! Ah, ah. Every time I was fucking laughing, it was awesome, and yeah, I, I really enjoyed this match big time. Yeah, Schofer, MVP. He's the best. I thought it was so funny and great. Match was incredible. I loved it. Oh, that was really fun. So I did a little little Luke sigh there. Evil does it. Evil does does enough in these matches that you feel his presence, but I don't feel like he does enough to also steal any kind of limelight from show Yes. Which is another thing I really like. This is like it's definitely all about show and helping show. You know, which is I, I don't know, man. It's it's up my alley. I vibe on it. it it's you know awesome. that the heavyweights are typically more popular than the juniors, just in general, right? Unless you're Hiromu. but like, so I mean, we catch that later on in the in the show. We'll talk about how one of the Empire members comes out with another Empire member, and the heavyweight gets a huge pop. You know, and it's like, whoa, hey, whoa, it's a junior here. Take it easy. You know, so it's just interesting the evil. You know, I, I like that it's just him, and the fact that he comes out, he, you know, shows getting the rub from him is what I'm trying to spit out. And it really, yeah. So anyway, I don't know. It, they're doing it the right way. So anyway, so next we have Akira versus Clark Connors, and uh, Kevin Knight joins commentary. He's pretty good. Fast-paced wrestling with Connors using power and the ring post to get his uh, way, and they make their way over to English commentary, and Kevin Kelly. His life flashes before his eyes as, Con- as uh, Clark Connors threatens Kevin Knight, and they're like kind of near the the like wires. And Kevin Kelly's like, "No, just fucking come on, please." So into a bunch of chairs goes Akira, and they love this chair spot. Like after this, we're gonna see the chair spot a lot. So there's heat on Akira. He go that goes on for quite a bit, including a huge wheelbarrow suplex, not as big as that one from, you know from Jeff Cobb on CSG, but it was pretty good. So next we have a chin lock and, and the fans get behind Akira. They love him. Kevin Kelly says that he's tired of <laughs> bullet club cussing all the time, which is like, come on, man. It's really funny. So there's a big insecurity from Akira. Uh, drop down actually works on Connors. So <laughs> Akira does the drop down. This happens a couple times as we'll go forward here. And it actually works. And Connor's trips, right? And he goes like stumbling into the ropes. It's great, man. It really, I, I love it when regular ass wrestling moves fucking work. The ones that never work. Yeah. It's like it, it's just it. So we were talking last week about how the Matt Hardy AEW match like kind of buries wrestling. Guess what it does when the drop down trips somebody? Fucking puts wrestling yeah. over. 
that's what you want to do yeah. right i love it so that was yeah great. um anyway that made me really happy so akira's mega baby face right here he gets a big cross body for a two which is 100% of baby face move. There's a power slam, uh, but that cuts Akira off. And Akira jumps over a spear. It gets two quick roll-ups, the first of which is so fast and close. I can't believe the fastest it. Fastest sunset flip <laughs> pin ever. I can't believe it. So that was amazing. There's a spear. No chaser. Clark Connors beats Akira. That's a big win for Clark Connors. Yeah, that's a really big win for him. Uh, I Dude, this match is awesome. And I was with you. Like, he does that. The first time he – this is the first time I've seen him do this drop-down trip. Well, that I'll read the note of it anyway. So he might have done it before. So sorry. But I was just like, I hope he does that again. It's a simple move. And you put it perfectly. I'm just like, man, I love that drop-down move. And, and you were like, well, from last night, you were like, yeah. That's because uh, Akira is so fast that he can pull that trip off. And uh, – and, uh, I like how Kevin, uh, not Kevin Clark, kind of sells it too. So he gets that trip and he goes fly and he lands throat first into the ropes. Man, that was simple spot. Looked awesome. And I I was just like, yep, I'm making a note of this. And I did it twice. I was just like such a simple little spot. And I'm like, why isn't a lot of wrestlers doing that? And I'm like, I don't want a lot of wrestlers to do that. I'm like, no, every once in a while. That's, that's all it should be, right? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, but uh, yeah, oh, I, I really like that match. And next, we have another match I fucking really like. It is Doki versus Leo Rush. Doki does like this uh, tope already, and the, the collision is just gnarly. I was like, holy shit. This, this is another match, which is fucking awesome. And so damn fast. How does Doki do this, right? He can hang with the Lucha guys. He can hang with the fuck your leg guys. He can hang with the fast guys. This guy can, can hang do with all Naito. New Japan. He can hang with Naito. There you go. <clears throat> so part part of me is just like, this match is awesome, but it's also kind of hard to watch, especially when Leo Rush takes over, because every time Leo Rush is kicking ass, I'm scared and I'm booing. So I'm a fan of almost every wrestler in the best of the Super Juniors, but every wrestler that wrestles Doki, fuck you just for fuck that him. night. <laughs> just like, just like so, legs fuck them and I'm seeing like where Rush is at 8 at this point Doki's at like low points and I'm just like alright and, and I'm just like I'm loving this match but there's also that alright feeling because I'm just like I'm prepared for it I'm just re ready for Doki to lose I'm so goddamn invested in Doki man he, he but Every time Leo Rush just really starts kicking ass and mounting this kind of comeback, Doki finds a way to put him in the Doki Choki. And yeah. Kevin Knight does not know the Doki Choki, so he doesn't it's watch other stuff it's uh, as Rush. regularly. No, but Kevin Knight is on commentary. And uh, oh, when, he, when uh, Ke Kevin Kelly mentions the Doki Choki, <laughs> uh, Kevin Knight's like, well... That's fucking confusing. Oh, it's the Italian stretch too. He's uh, not Gina watching. Gina calls it the Doki Choki. Oh. He's not watching the product. You're right. Yeah. So, uh, and this type, this part of the tournament, like, Leah Rush's shoulder is taped the fuck up. So, 
when Doki keeps like spinning him around and putting these Doki chokies on, there's a low Doki choky with Leo on the ground. There's a high one with Doki uh, with Leo standing and trying to make the ropes, yeah. but he can't really do it. And and this is what happens when you trash talk Doki's fucking name in the best of the Super Juniors press conference, motherfucker. You tap out to the Doki Choki. Verbally have to submit as well. And I'm like, all right, Leo Rush does not lose anything. I oh, know he loses two points, but he doesn't lose anything losing to Doki because he's had a fucking amazing tournament and he's on eight points. But Doki, he needed this. He looks awesome. He's the two people he's beaten. I know Kushida's not like being booked as this top tier competitor in the best of super juniors, but Doki beating him, massive deal. Doki beating Leo Rush, massive deal. At least for me, like any win for Doki just feels huge because I am so used to seeing this motherfucker job. And I was just, I marked out, I jumped out of my seat, charity jumped. She's like, what? what? I'm like, Doki fucking what? Doki Chokey. She wasn't yeah. watching. Uh, what the hell? Doki no. was on the screen. How she, do you not watch? She'll pretty, she'll uh, pretty much like, like there's some wrestlers just she'll be she'll gaze up at the screen and pay attention for one of them's uh, muscle muscle chihuahua. She really likes the Ishimori's. Right. But uh, yeah, I mean I, I feel like with the amount of time I go on and on about Doki, she's just like, uh, yeah, it's Doki. It doesn't matter what happens oh. here, I'm gonna hear about it. So you, fuck <laughs> which <okay>. is true. <laughs> I, yeah, that's fair. I I blame you, but uh, the match was awesome. Result was awesome. Yeah. You know, Leah Rush, greatest yeah. wrestler ever, I guess. You know, if I'm going to, if Doki's beating him, then he's the greatest wrestler who's ever wrestled. Just to make sure that Doki is put, getting put over here. You know, but I, I, I don't know. It's fucking amazing. It's nuts. Like, um, one of the first independent shows I ever went to, I saw Leah Rush versus Joey Janela. And, like, Joey Janela oh, was, like, the CZW wired champion. <laughs> <laughs> it's just wild seeing him here and seeing how he's, uh, you know, he's kind of turned himself around quite a bit as far as someone. I kind of always respect him as a wrestler, but like, you know, it is a bummer. He's He's gotten so many chances and I'm glad he's finally doing something with these chances. Although he lost to Toki like a bitch. So next, Luke, we have Kanemaru <laughs> versus Robbie Eagles. It's fuck your leg the match. Kenamar Gambit before the bell. What? I can't believe it. Guess who does that? Kenamar. And uh, Robbie Eagles, he handles it, though. He weathers the storm and goes for a dive. Kenamar throws Fujita, who is there representing TMDK, in the way. Fuck your leg, Robbie. As Kenamar hits the knee smash, as you call it, and uh, one into the ring post. This is really crazy. That was so funny. So back in the ring, more and more, fuck your leg. How's it feel, Robbie? I love the <laughs> I love the fuck your leg Katamaru does, which is a simple I've done moves to your leg. So now I'm gonna make you run. I yeah. love that. Katamaru right. just like, I'll fuck your leg up. Irish whip. Ah, Irish whip. Ah, it's so cool. Robbie dodges uh one of these like drop kicks to his leg. He gets a running elbow and um you know, that's to Kanemaru's back. He tr uh, hits kicks and tries to take some time to sell everything, which is really great. Um, he actually doesn't try it. He does it. But all of Robbie's offense, 
uh, uses his legs or knees. So he does some like really great selling anytime he's doing offense, which is awesome. And it makes a lot of sense. There's reversals and he tries the, that like fold over roll up thing that he's won before in the past with, um, but doesn't work Turbo backpack. But Kanemaru gets the figure four right after he like counters the turbo backpack with the figure four. It's awesome for rope break spot. Awesome. Rob, yeah. Robbie's leg is fucked. Although I do love it when a guy has to like figure out one-legged versions of the offense. So that's one of my favorite things. Babyface oh. guy goes in there. We'll talk about it later, right? And and he has to like, you know, his legs fucked, so he has to figure out how to do his, the same offense, but with one leg. That's like one of my favorite things ever. Fell in love with Blake Christian as a wrestler when I saw him do that on an indie show. It's it's awesome stuff when you can see it done. But Robbie, like, he chooses the other way. So he's just relying on his superior selling, like, during his offense instead. So he's still going to hit his offense, but he can sell well enough that it doesn't matter. It's like it's still, you know, it hurts like a bastard. So Robbie hits the springboard dropkick to Kanemaru. His leg finally, it gets a fuck your leg in response to Kanemaru's fuck your leg. I told you it was fuck your leg, the match. He muscles Kanemaru up for crazy cool turbo backpack. It's awesome. Finally lands it. He gets the running kick for the win. It's very similar to the like Cal Fletcher kick, as I said. And uh, wow, that just happens in the middle of the ring to a kneeling opponent. It looks awesome. Robbie tells Kevin. I'm assuming Kevin Kelly, he's going to, oh no, Kevin, <laughs> Kevin Naito. He's going to beat the piss out of that blue. No, it is Kevin Kelly. All right, let me get this right. Robbie tells Kevin Kelly, he's going to beat the piss out of that blue Smurf. He's talking about Master Huato when he faces the next night. Tell me all about it. Oh yeah. Dude, I love this match. And he, I know Robbie does at least, at least one top rope drop kick, but he doesn't do much top rope offense in this match as he does in others, which is Kanemaru messing his leg up. So yeah. he's got to find other ways to kind of power out and win this match. I really like that. Dude, I like this one spot where he goes for the turbo backpack, stumbles, and so he's still got Kanemaru, and he goes to his leg, like, ah, fuck, and then kind of powers up on the one leg and then gets that turbo backpack, exactly that, that kind of spot you just said. Oh. <sighs> I really liked that spot. It was fucking awesome. And then uh, Kanemaru, not long after that, hits that figure four. And I'm like, oh, man, I want to rob it with this. Sorry, Kanemaru, I love you, but I'm a robber boy. It's it's true. And it's true. Now, Robbie makes it to the ropes, and he just hits that knockout kick again, which I, I needed a name name for. Is there a name for it? Like I, like, I know there might be a normal name for it, but since Robbie's used it for two finishes now, I'm going to assume this is going to be Something in his repertoire he's going to pull out. If if uh, Kyle Fletcher uses this move, Robbie might have taught it to him. So there is a bit of that too, which is which I kind of like. You know, I think there's a made mention of that somewhere in commentary that uh, a few times that uh, Robbie's a teacher and uh, that he's taught Kyle Fletcher. So yeah, I thought this match was was awesome. And uh, Kanemaru manages to he loses, but he gets more fuck your leg in than uh, than Robbie did. I will admit that. Like it, it did happen. He fucked his leg up pretty good, and Robbie was like, uh, they did post match comments after this, and Robbie was like, "Fuck, uh, no more Mister Mask guy. I'm taking everybody's legs." It was great. Yeah, it was good stuff. So this next match that I'm about to talk about is so fucking good. That I feel bad for the next match. 
like it's one of those matches that's so good. I'm like, how do you follow this? And I'm like, oh. well, two of the next three matches follow this just fine. But then one straight after T10 versus Mike Bailey, maybe not quite. Yeah, we'll yes. talk about it. But um, this match like is is ref by the best ref ever, Chumpy, and that's why it's so good. Yeah, <laughs> that's the reason exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's as if T10 and Mike Bailey were like, all right. All right, Chompy son, we will do this good for you. We promised. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> I, I like the start of this match because uh, Bailey and uh, T10 have a cheer off. Uh, Mike wins. Uh, there's a <laughs> handshake to start. <laughs> uh, T10 sends Mike to the outside and he kind of showboats. So, uh, yeah, Mike kicks his damn fucking face off, which is what you do. Chop exchange turns into that kick flurry. Man. <clears throat> This is what is it about T10 Mike Bailey matches that make me go like, just watch this match, please, because like writing notes to something like this is just way too freaking hard. What while watching it live, and I don't have time to watch some of these again because like four in a row, this match is just fucking nuts, insane topes, kicks and reversals. T10 and Mike Bailey fucking kill each other. This is like. <clears throat> As lucha never as you could expect. Like, it's just fucking gnarly shit. They beat the crap out of each other. It is intense and absolutely insane. Like, this match also could have gone either way because I think both men were on six points at the time as well. But then I think we've seen this before, but I'm just like, oh, I love this move. Like, he just grabs his legs, tucks them behind him, Mike Bailey, lifts him up. Boom, Flamingo Driver, and Mike Bailey gets the points from T10 T10 in this match. This match is absolutely insane, incredible, to the point where I'm just like, oh, fuck. Unless there's, like, some, uh, uh, I was like, how do you follow that? I was like, all right, what's next? Wato versus Dan Mulaney. Oh, okay. I might have followed this up with Ishimori Kishida because that was fucking insane. But instead, it's T10, Mike. Mike Bailey is followed by Wato and Dan Maloney, which is which is fine. I guess you can talk about that. But as as, as for T10 and Mike Bailey, it's got to be up there for me as one of the better matches of the tournament. I fucking loved this match. It is just incredible. Lots of kicks, like lucha kicks versus Mike Bailey's kind of style of kicks. It's I I just thought this was fantastic. Fucking watch this match, guys, if you haven't seen it. T10 versus Mike Bailey. Watch this match. Yeah, for real. It's one of the best matches of the tournament. It's tremendous. A couple, like, cool things about it. One is that Mike Bailey has this, like, triangle moonsault thing he hits from inside out. And it's, like, inside the ring, middle rope to the outside moonsault. Hits that and catches Teton with a DDT on the fucking floor. I just, one of the best moves of the entire tournament. Incredible. But an interesting thing, Luke, that you didn't mention about this match is that Mike Bailey's kind of heel in this match. That's he him as a heel, this match, where he's like, you know, he pulled a leg at one point. He had a little sneak attack at the beginning, and uh, he foiled some attempts, like, for offense for Teton throughout the match. That's like the heel. That's his heels you're getting, I guess, in New Japan for him. Um Tremendous match. I don't know. To me, this is like one of those ones they'll be talking about after the tournament. If, you know, yeah. I, 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 if 
I feel like this is like as good as your like, you know, Ricochet versus Will Ospreay. So I mean, maybe that's sacrilege, but to me, this is like right on that level. And that's one of the reasons why when that match came out, I just I was like, oh, that's really good. I was like, awesome. What's the next one? You know, that's kind of how it works with Best of Super Juniors. So anyway, next, Luke, we have in the diva spot. It is Master Huato versus yeah. Dan Maloney. And Dan Maloney attacks before the bell with the Kenmore Gambit, and they run the ropes a little bit, and Maloney beats up Watto. I thought maybe Watto would be, like, the mean guy in this match, like, welcoming the new talent to New Japan, but nope, he gets his fucking ass kicked. So that's a thing. And um, he finally comes back with the mid-card. He tr- I have to talk about this, Luke. What the fuck? He tries the German suplex, but it's blocked, I'm and sorry. he has to settle for a leg lariat. And Dan cuts him off with chops. Gore for two. Watto counters with the Drill Akilla. Uh, well, no, that doesn't make any sense. He counters the Drill Akilla into Vendival for a rope break. Uh, Dan Maloney goes for German suplex, but or no, Watto goes for Dan uh, a German suplex, but Dan Maloney counters with double chops on Insiguri. Insiguri. Watto, he comes right back with a kick and an okay-looking German suplex for the win. I guess the story here is that, like, no matter how many times he gets his ass kicked, no matter how long he gets his ass kicked in the match, he can just hit a move and win. Uh, the high angle German was a little botched, so I do appreciate that Wato, sensing that it was botched, rather than try to fix the bridge, rolled straight up onto top of Dan and pinned him that way. I was like, nice. I like that. I like it when uh, I'm like, oh, they fucked that up. Oh, Wato was, had the wherewithal to be like, Boom, pin. This is my note here for this match. And I'm like, so yeah, if um, if Rhino passed on the gore to Dan Maloney, how come it doesn't fucking work? Who's noticed that? It's mine, but I'm stealing it from you, so shut up. <laughs> <laughs> stealing shit. But yeah, like, we were both having a good laugh about that the other night. Like, gore! He got that from Rhino, you know, kicked out at two. Like, I'm pretty sure Rhino, no one kicked out of Rhino's. Rhino's spinning in his grave somewhere, but he's not dead. So. No, he's not dead. But uh, thanks for taking the the bullet for me with the, with that match. I'm like, oh my god, I get T10 and Bailey, and I get Ishimori and Kushida. Shit, I owe you one somehow. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, here we go. I lie. I love this match. It's Taiji Ishimori versus Kushida. Dude, at the start of this match, Kushida has Ishimori twisted up with this... He's got his... He's got Ishimori's arms tied up in like a cross with his legs in between and just fucking working them. It looked insane and kind of awesome and creative. I, I really liked that. Ishimori, he sticks to this plan of removing the turnbuckle pad and throwing Kushida into the exposed steel. Oh, yeah. Katina, uh, Kushida, though, he turns this match. Sorry? I said it works. Yeah, it does. So uh, at some point, Kushida decides to turn this match from a fuck your arm match to a fuck your leg match, which is pretty fucking awesome. There's lots of insane wrestling. Like, neither man can make the other person tap. Like, they're getting each other in submissions. They're all making the ropes or they're reversing it. Neither man can get the other man to tap and i was thinking like all right here we are this is all about kushida's kind of comeback right right this is what we're leading up to no <laughs> bloody cross on Ish- bloody cross and ishimori wins 
Oh, and uh, right near the end, Kushida does this Blade Runner-ish move. So uh, one of the Stiffy Boys uh, mentions to us that it might be that the Alex Shelley influence there as well. And uh, you had a, another point as well, you should, which you can make. So both are valid. But yeah, I was just like, that was a little weird to see a, a Blade Runner-ish kind of move. But uh, yeah, cool match. I loved it. Surprise win. At least I know I'm saying surprise win because it's Kushida and he's losing all the time. But you and I were saying, like, all right, he's lost his first three. All right, time to do something with this man. Nah. Someone there hates him. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what point I was trying to make because I don't write down your messages and tweets to use as my notes. <laughs> but, See? Luke, this match was awesome. It was tremendous. I, I really enjoyed it. There's all kinds of, like, creative flippy fuck your arm shit and all kinds of creative like power oh God, fuck yeah. your arm shit it's tremendous i mean what else what else do you want i was surprised um you know to me i thought it was like a, a kind of unexpected twist that ishimori won this match however yeah you know, Ish- ishimori fucking rules i just thought that was like the beginning kushida's run he's gonna fucking you know start like shoot fighting everybody and fuck them up yeah but that's not what happens. Like, you just beat Mike Bailey. And so, all right, that's a big win for Kushida. Let's just keep the train rolling. Uh, no, the train has been derailed by uh, Ishi- the Ishimori Express. So, uh, well, holy shit. We'll, yeah, we'll see what happens. But, uh, Luke, the main event of this show is one you were not interested in. But I'm interested to hear what you think about no, it. It's it not. is Yo versus Desperado. And, like, Tanahashi's on commentary. I'm expecting Yo to do a bunch of Tanahashi moves, right? But that's not what happens. So, yo, he is off the hook in this match. He's just like somebody gave him way too many of those Goto energy drinks. He's lost his mind. Oh and God. he decides to do like sit spread eagle and taunt Desperado, I guess. I don't know. He's like mirroring Desperado's entrance kind of sort of something. But um, I don't know. Leo Rush and Hiromu already did that in a match, but the crowd is going absolute bonkers for this just before they even do anything. So, yo, he taunts Desperado and he slaps him and he plays drums on his head and Desperado takes it to the outside because he's like, fuck you. And he throws yo into the chairs. Now, listen, at this point, I'm like, this match fucking sucks. Fuck you. Fuck New Japan. I'm going to bed. Oh, wait, I got to go to work. But uh, no, what happens next is there's this amazing <laughs> camera shot where Yo is dead in the background as Desperado is like, yep, I sure did do that. And it's awesome. And Yo, he did, he, he, uh, something in the ring post. He, I guess he goes into the ring post and does, does like a double fake out plancha. He lost his mind and acts like a fucking crazy person. But there's another tremendous can, camera uh, shot here where like Desperado gets sent into the, um, ring post directly at the camera guy who's standing on the other side of the ring post it's awesome tremendous so yo goes for a little fuck your leg his bizarre behavior continues he stomps on desperado goes full heel the crowd cheers though which is just nonsense and uh but it's because it turns out this is yo's hometown shitty kicks and you know punch me from yo he's like beat me punch me and um that's upsetting. And he uses the ropes to attack Desperado's leg. Fucking Canadian style. That's fucked up. More and more fuck your leg from Yo. <laughs> and that's the way. So I, I'm not mad at him about that, you know, that he's actually doing the junior thing, right? So Yo, 
he what is this he like hits himself with desperado's hand like you do do like younger brother like oh quit hitting yourself but you do he's doing it to himself and he falls backward making the leg hold that he's in worse he hits childish kick it says to embarrass desperado <laughs> and he and he slowly rises and starts some more chops um, Desperado uses momentum of Yo. Oh, the momentum of Yo coming off the ropes to keep the pressure off his leg in the hole for side slam. Which oh no, uh, like off his leg. So he's trying to do a power move. So he uses the momentum of his opponent to kind of like pick him up. That's great. So uh, he feels a little better, and he hits a a big lariat in the corner with a uh, uh, some kind of suplex uh, follow up. I'm sorry, suplex. There's a suplex. So uh, now he's playing fuck your leg too. <laughs> and uh, yo, he he's in the same hold uh, and returns the favor. So they're both in the same hold. Like, like they're both have a hold on each other. Right. At one point in this match it's crazy. I really enjoyed that. But um, let's see here. They're uh, they're putting all kinds of more pressure on the leg holds. And now yo's leg is fucked, but he hits a great snap German and um, the bacon era is what it says. The Falcon. <laughs> <laughs> the, the bacon era is way better but uh in the ropes yo yeah, he hits a chop block and it's like fuck you dude put the crowd cheers and uh they hit all these standing switches desperado gets a spine buster and the numero dose he's trying for the extra stink when yo gets a rope break boo wobbly guitar of death and uh, desperado goes for the top rope something frog splash or something but he misses um and of course and there's a chop block uh knee smash from yo out of print leg lock from Yo and extra stank as Desperado gets to the rope. Uh, Rings of Saturn looking hold, which by the way, any arm hold, I don't know what it is. Rings of Saturn looking hold. Just let that right now. Yeah. So um, that that's uh, from yep. Yo and they struggle in a waist lock <laughs> position. There's a chop block again in um, I don't know what that says, but uh, dragon screw and behind. I don't, oh, there's Yushi Kuroshi on the knee from Yo. Great bridging jack dragon suplex from Yo. Um, the crowd is absolutely losing their mind. Desperado, fuck your leg. He, he goes for fuck your leg. Um, it's great. And um, they kind of, there's like a double down here. He's up first and they trade strikes for few in qu quick and tremendous fashion for a Bouillet spot. Uh, there's huge chance for Yo from the crowd and they trade finisher attempts and Desperado almost gets the pinche loco. Yo acts like a weirdo, kissing Desperado on the head, and this allows uh, like a, gr a really great knee strike from Yo for a double down. He's up first, fires up, direct drive on uh, Desperado. Yo wins, and uh, it's really great. After the match, the match is tremendous. It's like the best Yo match ever, just to let everybody know. It's fucking incredible. And after the match, like Yo offers a hand, but he's got his middle finger out, and Desperado breaks the finger, just like you know, uh, Suzuki did the referee, Sean. So I just wanted to point that out. Amazing. <laughs> so I think I took you by surprise, Mr. Guy, because uh, I, th I, th I think uh, you, you must have thought, and I definitely thought that this would be me watching this match, would be like, all right, I'll probably just check my chess games, have a chat with Charity, and oh, yeah, the match is going, that's fine. And I will admit, when Yo's doing his current new yo stick i'm just like oh. and also i'm getting shades of fucking their title match when despy was a champion i was i'm just like i wasn't into that match so i didn't think i'd be into this main event and then <clears throat> once 
Yo doesn't stop the weird stuff, but he he doesn't do it as heavy. Like he kind of tones it down for like the second half of the match. And once I and then like I, I once I kind of realized that, and my brain is pulled from like anything else that might be around in the room to me just going be like, holy shit. This match is fucking awesome. I'm really liking a Yo match here. I'm I'm, I'm fucking into it. <laughs> and it was awesome. And it was lots of near falls, lots of reversals. Yo doing really cool shit and Con being cool doing it. Yeah, I like Yo in this match. Sue me. Can't like even you're less like fuck Goto, but you'll just be like, be like if Goto does a good match, you'll be like this match is awesome. No, I, I, I guess I'm the same way. Nope, never you worked. shut up. <laughs> I'm glad he's not coming out with yo. Could you imagine the rub that would be? Oh my god, the boring rub. That's the worst kind. Look at Yoshihashi. Oh my god. This match is so good that when I see the direct drive, I'm not even mad. I'm oh. just like, fuck man, you that that was awesome. You earned that win. And you did it by messing with Despy and kind of taking Despy out of his comfort zone a little bit with some of the your tactics and stuff. I'm like, all right, I can I can dig this. He's still a little bit bland, and I really hate your denim look and all this kind of stuff. But man, you can wrestle. That's Listen, definitely not yeah, a problem. This is like Desperado giving everything, right? And when oh, he gives yeah. everything, it's the greatest match ever. I mean, his feud with Robu. I mean, he was in that triple threat that I won't shut the fuck up about with him and Bushi and uh, El Fantasmo. You El know, Fantasma. I des- Desperado is like the, the common denominator. That should be his gimmick. You know, he's like the guy that fucking just crushes it. By the way, I'm going to text that gimmick to someone later. But uh, anyway, this show was awesome because this was Yo's hometown and he had that fucking tremendous match at the end. And, you know, Desperado got a little little bit of heat back by breaking his finger. I don't know. I thought this was really, really fun night. We had two tremendous matches, one of which I think will be one that is talked about every time this tournament is brought up, that being Mike Bailey versus Teton. But next week, we have to move yeah. on. Uh, we're probably 5,000 hours in, and we got 5,000 hours, 5, hours to go. But next, Luke, it's on the 18th. This is night whatever, probably six. And there's nothing six. about this venue on the internet. So let's learn about the Iwati Prefector. And that Prefector, it's in Japan, it turns out. It's located in the Tohaku region of Honshu. And Honshu, I think, is one of the islands, I'm pretty sure. It's the the southernmost, I'm pretty sure. Could be botching that. But it is the second uh, largest Japanese Prefector. That's pretty interesting. Has 15,275 square kilometers is it kilometers or kilometers luke and kilometers is fine yeah okay so that is 5898 square miles with a population of 1,210,534 motherfuckers as of october 1st 2020 and uh i just found that interesting about that uh, perfector so who is starting this night i believe it's my turn is that correct absolutely Let's go. It's about time you got to call a Doki match, too. So, uh, Oh, hey, yeah, this first match of the night is one that should be the fucking main event. It's Doki, the best wrestler of all time, versus Mike Bailey, who is very, oh, yeah. very good. <laughs> so these folks, they do some good holds, and Bailey, he gets a tope, and he gets his machine kicks. Um, and uh, 
he gets this like running kick. It looks great. So Doki, he, he foils the moonsault, uh, the isosceles moonsault. It hits a gotcha sucker neck breaker. I couldn't believe it on the fucking outside in style. That was amazing. So gotcha sucker. That's like when you, to me, it's like a, you know, it's just something I call it when you got a guy like draped over the top rope in the corner. That's gotcha sucker. Gotcha sucker cutter is the typical variation that I see, but we get a gotcha sucker neck breaker here, which fucking makes my head explode. And I laughed and, and I was so filled with joy. It was so great. So um, Bailey, though, he comes back with all the like flippy and running, you know, single leg drop kick, his flippy shit too. And he hits more kicks and I'm mad at him. And there's a shooting star, but Doki catches him in what, Luke? The Doki Choki. That's right. Back to the uh, back to back arm locks, right? And Doki fights out and he hits a really sweet lariat. Fuck you. You could do all those kicks. Fucking lariat your ass. I love it. So there's a side load fish out of water spot that's really crazy. Ultimate weapon is dodged. And I have to clear something up here. So the Ultima is Hanari's finishing move. The ultimate weapon is Hanari. And Mike Bailey's finishing move. So the ultimate weapon, meaning Mike Bailey's finishing move, is dodged. And Mike Bailey, uh, he sits up and hits hits the uh, jumping outside knees, which is crazy. I don't know what that is, but it happened. And Bailey, he's trying to win, but Doki keeps he keeps slapping on the Doki Chokey, which is great. So Bailey dumps him to the outside, Canadian style, through the ropes, and it almost hits the cameraman for like an amazing shot that was like such a great shot i love that i saw Slee's triangle but on doki boo doki <laughs> yeah that was great so uh he he tries to suplex de la luna on the apron because he's a fucking crazy person and it's amazing and bailey gets out he misses his jumping knees right but daybreak on the inside doki's feeling it he's going yeah it's great and the crowd is on fire for Doki. I am losing my mind. There's a bunch of suplex uh, attempts from Doki. And he tries to trade strikes with Bailey. Bad move, Doki. What are you doing? So Cyclone kick in the corner, ultimate weapon. Bailey wins. Why can't Doki win that match? And, like, I'm pretty mad at New Japan here. The crowd wanted Doki to win. And apparently, like, I think Duke, like Doki's eliminated on points here. Like, either here or then, like... In the future, maybe it happens. Well, he wins the next night. Spoiler alert. So, uh, oh, I don't know, but <clears throat> New Japan, if you're going to start a show with Doki, which means I'm going to have to watch another three hours of wrestling following Doki, don't have him lose. Because now I've got to watch three more hours, and I'm just like, oh, Doki lost. Nah. Uh, but I'm not too <laughs> mad. This match is fucking awesome what i like about the crowd is at the start they're kind of both doki and mike bailey like they're excited to see mike bailey because they've probably seen other nights and like oh my god we get to see this guy live he rules but then as the match goes on they become eventually pro doki and i feel like it's the young lion thing that you mentioned uh last episode or however when when you said everyone wants to be there when they see the young lion get their win everyone wants to be there for that Everyone wants to be there to see Doki get a win. Like, that's – that's because they don't happen often. 
dude, when he get when he goes to that suplex to De La Luna, like the crowd's going nuts for it. Be it on the apron or the other time he goes for it on the inside, right before uh, Bailey comes back and uh, hits his his finishing moves. But uh, <clears throat> loved it. Love this match. Good opening. Yeah, am I a little gutted that Doki lost? Yeah, of course. He's, I guess he's the new Jay White for me, except unlike Jay White, Doki loses a lot more. So it's a lot more heartbreak in store for me. I know that much. <laughs> a little different. Just a little different. That's just, uh, just a little bit different. Look, I'll see one guy beat a Carter at the Dome, but I won't see the other guy. But, uh, no. oh, I no, really good stuff. But uh, next we have Abushi versus Yoshinobu Katamaru. It is the second match syndrome of, hey, it's the second match. All right, the second match. We've got to get this one done quick. Like you can mix it up. You know, you can make this third match quick. You can make the, you can make any match you want quick. You guys booked this, right? So, all right, it's the second match again. Oh, it's another Katamaru match too. So maybe Katamaru's out there being like, yeah, I'll take the short matches. <laughs> and he looks like the smartest one in the whole tournament because he's out and done and out in five minutes and uh, everyone else is wrestling a lot longer and be, look a bit more banged up. So, uh, man, Yoshinobu Kanemaru, you were saying it's like, uh, yeah, it's a veteran's prerogative or something like that. So, uh, yeah, there's an early, there's even an early Bushi Rooney in this one. I'm like, oh, shit, this one's going fast, <laughs> isn't it? I thought, fuck you, Bushi. Bushi Rooney already? You're confident for a motherfucker with no points, aren't you? Oh, my God. Kanemaru fails with the whiskey spot, but Bushi doesn't. <laughs> Bushi hits the whiskey spot, hits the MX. Bushi gets his first points of the tournament against Yoshinobu Kanemaru. I don't think I really missed too much. That's pretty much the whole match. <laughs> yeah, this match was short, sweet, and slightly whiskey flavored. But uh, Luke, the next match was TJP versus Taguchi. I can't believe you no sold that. But uh, hey, Luke, do you like Matt <laughs> Sorry, let's have a coffee. How do you I love feel? Matt wrestling. Oh, you do? Okay, because we're going to get that. So, Taguchi even does fucking leg scissors headstand in this match for a huge crowd reaction. It's so <laughs> funny. TJP does the headstand in the corner. There's a headbutt. No, head scissors, excuse me. And uh, Mike Bailey joins commentary. So we get fast paced wrestling. Taguchi hits a uh, planche to the outside. And TJP brings selling to the best of Super Juniors, which is pretty nice. So uh, Taguchi, he tries some butt stuff, which is the first time we've seen that, I think. Uh, he tries it off the top, and TJP so. just drop kicks him out of the air right in the funky weapon. Tremendous. So commentary completely miss it. So uh, Senton Atomico for two from TJP. Pentagon arm breaker and boot scrapes. And TJP, he tries to double dipping, going for more boot scrapes, right? And Taguchi hits some butt stuff. And a plancha. And it's like, oh, yeah, my butt exists. So he uh, proves that by hitting more butt stuff. There's a tornado DDT, but no, Taguchi with a huge lariat as the crowd chants his fucking name. Bumaye, Bumaye, excuse me, for two. Uh, tremendous pro wrestling as they build to the Bouye spot. More ass stuff from Taguchi. Very exciting pinning attempts from both as Taguchi gets the ankle lock. Dodon for two. Right back in the ankle lock at Taguchi. Oh, what's that? He has to tap in the end, though, to the Hanoi stretch. So out of nowhere, uh, TJP just gets the Hanoi stretch and wins. Wow. I, I really like that match. It was, it was fun. 
Yeah, I really like that too. Uh, Mike Bailey on commentary is good all night. In fact, unlike the G1 last year, there's no stanky people on the commentary. Yeah, they're all like, pretty good. Everyone's everyone's either really good or solid. You know, you know. So uh, I, I do like that. Uh, so there is that. This match is great. Uh, it's a second Hanoi stretch that he, he puts on. He tried to put it on earlier on in that match. Uh, and then he pulls it out again to make a Taguchi tap at the end. I thought it was great. Uh, my favorite part, uh, it's funny that Kevin misses that butt stuff, but he sees the Pentagon arm breaker and he's like, ah! love that. Uh, also, this is when I write my note and I bring it up to you. And then Kevin not, Kelly mentions it almost straight away after that. And I'm like, hey, uh, Mr. Guy, you ever noticed that uh, everyone who does commentary wins? Yeah, they, they say it. Yeah. Yeah, they say it too. Um, Mr. Kevin Kelly, just tell us that you'll have a surprise guest on the commentary desk later and uh, let the let the actual let it be a mini surprise because if you're gonna tell us who's on commentary, I'm just like, Oh, that guy's winning and they do. So stop it. Uh yeah. It's just a coincidence. Oh yeah, Relax. it's my turn. All right, all right, I'll shut up. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's just a coincidence that uh, he's picking all the winners. Anyway, it's uh, <clears throat> next we have Kevin Knight versus Dan Maloney. And I'm just like, oh, by the way, I had to rewatch this match because uh, my internet cut out just for this match. Uh, so I missed the, missed half of it. But I did uh, go back and Aussie watch internet it hates the Dan last Maloney. Night. Oh, it does. Uh, internet's like, look, we need a need a few minutes. Uh, Dan Maloney's on, oh, perfect. Uh, uh, no offense to Kevin Knight, but I saw this match on paper and I'm like, I see him coming out. I'm like, oh fuck me. I bet you I'm gonna have to cover this match too. Ah, oh, son of a bitch. But I like this match. In fact, it's, yeah, it's a good. very solid, really well wrestled match that I really liked. Maybe it was, maybe this is what we needed a little more of to see Dan wrestle some non fuck your leg guys. Because it's very non-fuck your leg. It's a very physical, well-wrestled, hard-hitting wrestling match. And I really like it. And then there's this, uh, even this spot where, like, Dan Maloney just tosses Kevin out of the ring. And he just lands awkwardly. I thought that looked really cool. This is great. Uh, no offense to Kevin Knight. But who does, I never would have guessed that my favorite Dan Maloney match this, at this point in the tournament would come against Kevin Knight. Hey, yeah. I like being surprised. I thought, like, here I am. I'm probably like, like, oh, fuck, like this. Like, um, I'm about to watch Yo Despi in the main event last night, right? But just like, you know, whilst this match isn't as good as that one, I did end up being like, all right. Okay. That was really good. Well done, boys, uh, for pulling that out. It looked cool. Spike DDT for the win for Kevin Knight. I thought this was. A lot better than I expected it to be. So, yeah, kudos to both men. Good yeah, stuff. I enjoyed this a lot. This is the best Dan Maloney match of the tournament so far. I don't know. Good match. Next, look, we have Bullet Club versus Bullet Club. It's show of House of Torture. I love this match. Taiji Ishimori of Bullet Club. So, evil, he comes out, and he's wearing a normal Bullet Club shirt, right? Not House of Torture, right? And Sho is acting very nice to Ishimori, and he grabs a microphone. And Milano has an issue with this and stands up, leading the crowd in a chant 
and it's great because it's Milano's hometown. So I'm assuming Show had talked shit about Milano at some point. So they agreed not to have a match and just like both take the count out, right? Because it would like mathematically it would help them both. But pride gets in the way, Luke, as always. You know, we've seen this many oh, times yeah. in the G1 where Yujiro will be like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'll just lay down. I'm not going to win. I'll lay down. And he just kicks out, right? So that's that's kind of what we get a version of that. So they walk off the apron together as the count starts, and you know what's coming next. Evil grabs Ishimori and tries to, like, let Show win by count out. But, of course, Ishimori gets in. And Show and Ishimori – well, okay, so this is interesting. So Show and Evil, they, like uh, – they – or wait, no, Ishimori, why is this? I don't know what this says, but uh, it's fuck your arm from Ishimori. Evil cheats for Ishimori. For, that can't be right. Yeah, he does. He cheats for Ishimori right in the little smash, grabbing Show's leg. And there's a shoulder breaker. Yep. Um, and the spinning boner lock. And Show finally breaks free and starts some fuck your arm himself. And he gets the uh, snake bite and Evil throws in the towel. This is hilarious because he's not the man. <laughs> Or Ishimori, so it doesn't count, right? And that is really funny. That's right. It's enough uh, of a distraction, though, for Show to get a roll-up victory. I thought this was tremendous. I don't know how long this match went, but it was fun as hell, and every Show match rules. Luke? Uh, I love this match. Like, as soon as you see him going, like, count-outs, and I like the three of them just smiling at the fans going, fuck these fans, <laughs> we're going to a count-out. They're gonna do a can out, fuck you. And then shows just like, fuck this, straight into it. Oh my god, it was funny. Uh, there's even a point where like evil two sweets Ishimori as well. <laughs> like evil just says fuck you and we kind of leave show. <laughs> but uh, it's all a ruse. Like you, you, you think like, oh, is there tension between evil and show? No. Mm-mm. It's all a ruse just to screw Ishimori over and, and get the win and. <laughs> Show actually, and the show actually rolling Ishimori up. It's hilarious. It's fun. It's a great bullet, bullet club on bullet club kind of match. Uh, <clears throat> great time. And, you know, it, it was something different too. They didn't do the whole, let's spend 10 minutes not touching each other kind of thing. Like they did it in a different way, their own way. And it was really, really fucking sweet. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Agreed. I loved it. Next match, we have 100 versus El Desperado. 100. Yeah, I'm calling 100 now. 100 is definitely easier to type than Clark every time. Boom. Thanks, Clark Connors, for the new nickname. Fuck yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so Clark's messing up, messing with the Despy fan at the start, so that's pretty fucking funny. The match starts with... uh, Mr. 100, he's gaining the upper hand and he's fighting Despy on the outside, even sending him into chairs uh, on the final night. Someone calls it bowling. Despy starts fucking Clark up, uh, telling him more, more. Oh, there's a suit. There's uh, sorry. Clark sends him into chairs. There's a suplex by uh, Clark on the floor, and and uh, Despy asks for more, but uh, he hits a spinebuster. Despy fucks Clark up, telling him, "Come on, come on, more, more." So uh, <clears throat> you know. Uh, Despy's going uh, full Ishi here. He's got, he's definitely doing his Ishi thing. Going, going, come on, hit me. Come on, hit me. Even uh, Clark slaps him in the face. There's a snap suplex on the outside of his own. Like, there's fucking two guitaros in this match. And, uh, like, this is the second time it happens. But Clark 
kicks out at one. So these guys, they're doing a never style match here. And I'm like, uh, yes, please. <laughs> I love this. Yeah. Yeah, I love this too. Uh, so uh, Clark rolls out. Gato gives him a chair. And uh, Despy just promptly punches uh, Clark in the face and goes and gets his own chair. Ref wants to stop it. But the ref understands that if both men grab chairs and are willing to wail on each other with chairs at the same time, that's an oh, even playing field. On. So You're very, very, very <laughs> generous, Luke. Come on. They're fucking way too generous. That's probably my only major nip nitpick of this whole match is like, <laughs> hey, Kenta Sato, you're a fucking chump. They're doing this right in front of your face. <laughs> but uh, <clears throat> there's a chair battle. Clark wins it and wails on Despy. No DQ. Chair choke. No DQ. Clark sends Despy into the ring post uh, and he starts laying chairs down on the outside and uh, Clark suplexes Despy on them. Uh, ref counts. Uh, Kenta Sato, yeah, you're a major chump, mate. Despy barely makes it in and then sneaks a win with the Escalera, which uh, gets Despy on eight. Uh, Clark on I'll just do all the scores right at the end because that's all that really matters. But uh, after the match, because we got to keep him as a killer, 100 proof Clark Connors just wails on a Despy with with chairs and then uh, there's like a final revenge there with Despy getting the upper hand and uh, chair fucking up uh, Clark Connors as well so I love this match it's got a bit of a nether style to it as well there's a bit of uh, it's like it's like Despy is very Despy but he's also channeling some Ishii but also some Suzuki as well so I'm really I'm really digging it yeah, this match is awesome. I mean, Desperado, another guy that's like a secret MVP, you know, of the best of Super Juniors because all his matches are awesome. And he really did a great job putting Clark Connors over here. I really enjoyed this quite a bit. There's a really fun thing at the end where, you know, Desperado's trying to get his heat back a little bit from Connors after losing and fucking <laughs> – Connor's just like beating everybody up and he Oscar Lube is in there and he's just like, oh, German suplex. Like <laughs> it's Oscar Lube with a German suplex, which made me laugh. That made me laugh a lot. So Luke, the next match, you know, there's one guy we know can go. He's just fine. But there's another guy we're not sure about. So referee Chumpy, Marty Sami, he's in here to make sure Teton doesn't fuck up. It's Leah Rush versus Teton. And this match is crazy fast lucha stuff. Lots and lots of it. So much so, I'm not typing at all. So I don't know how to. But it fucking rules. It yeah. Was, you know, all kinds of crazy shit on the floor. Like a Rana. Um, like from the apron. Into like a... After, right after that, Asai Moonsault from uh, Leah Rush. He hits the Lope. All kinds of wacky holds uh, back in the ring. Teton sells his leg after... So his leg hurts and there's a Bouye spot and that leads to kicks from Leo rush and uh, they exchange uh, all kinds of strikes for a two count. That doesn't make sense, but that happened rush hour, but no Teton hits a uh, flipping face breaker over his knee. Like it's kind of like the, the like a uh, tiger mask, like backbreaker, but he does that, but hits a like, Leo Russ's face on his knee. Shit's insane. Yeah. It's like, wow. I really enjoyed that. He has a sweet super kick. It's fucking gnarly. There's a million counters uh, to the DDT from Leo Rush. So, like, you know, I guess Teton's 
uh, Dragon Screw is that like Tornado DDT thing or whatever you call it, Satellite DDT. I don't know. There's all these names for DDTs. It's that one where he jumps off the ropes. It's that one. It's amazing. And uh, Leah Rush knows that, so he keeps trying to block it, right? He gets a rush hour and a Spanish fly for two, and they fight to the top rope. Chumpy gets all mad when Leah Rush starts headbutting Teton. And I'm like, Chumpy, whose team are you on here? Not Teton's, I hope. But uh, there's a final yeah. hour, but the hell? Teton, I don't understand what his problem is, uh, but uh, Teton moves and he hits a ridiculous super kick that like, you know, kind of bends Leah Rush back. It's awesome. There's a series of kicks from Teton that look incredible. He finally busts out the drive-by botch lariat in the corner and hits a really, really great uh, top rope double stomp and he fucking beats Leah Rush. Tremendous match. I enjoy this quite a bit. I love this match, and there's this really gnarly-looking submission move that Titan does where he looks like he's using Leo Rush as a weight machine, kind of, because he's got his one leg is between two of Leo's legs, which are tangled up, and he's got Leo Rush's arms, and he's kind of cranking them back like that, like he's like a, like a row machine or something almost. Like, I thought, holy shit, what the fuck is that? I like that move. Yeah, not in the... Maybe it's a Titan... Thing, or maybe it's just like look, when a lot of the matches are moves that are really crazy and hard to call are also in languages I don't understand or know how to spell or type. I'm just like, how do I rock and write all the notes for this match? It's fucking insane. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> uh, yeah. But this is another awesome match with a kind of a surprise finish. Like I didn't expect T-Tan to, to win this, and he does, and... I'm not even mad when he did that drive-by move we hate. We 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 saw it and we're like, he did the move we hate. And well, then it, the camera people didn't show him splatting on the floor, so and the crowd didn't yeah. do the oh, oh like thing. So that oh. helped. So uh, yeah, it did help. All right, so next I've got this lengthy match. It is Francesco Akira versus Ayo. <laughs> I'm kind of excited because I'm riding the wave of the night before going, all right, can you do it to me twice in a row, yo? Make me go. Anyway, I think this yo's fucking on. And I'm hoping for it too because these guys are fast. They're really good. I'm not mad that it's short because it's a yo match. But, like, I, I know after that previous night, I was just like, all right, maybe maybe I'm ready for another large helping of, of yo-ness. But, uh, man, they start get going. And pretty soon... O'Connor roll. One, two, three. <laughs> it's over. And uh, Yo Yo wins. Just really, really, really fast. Yeah, yeah. that's my review just, of this match. Boo. Yeah. Sad face emoji. Yeah. But, uh, next, Luke, we have Hiromu versus Kushida. One of the, like, premier and, like, best feuds <coughs> in New Japan history. Maybe pro wrestling history. I mean, these two guys have, if you've never seen their series of matches, what the fuck are you doing listening to us? Go watch them right now. They're the best. Yeah, what are you doing? And if you don't know, at one of the matches, um, Hiromu, during his entrance, Kushida did a gigantic dive. Like, like during his entrance. And the match ended up being like two minutes long. And, and Hiromu won and just squashed Kushida. It's like one of the best matches ever in New Japan. Just like super surprise finish at one of their huge shows. It was awesome. So Kushida's always been down to put Hiromu over. And, but here he is 
And, you know, this is kind of a marquee matchup. So Kushida, he gets right at it. He's like, hey, Hiromu, is that an arm you have you there? Well, fuck that arm. And so he goes for that. He hits a well, cartwheel dropkick right out of the gate. And Hiromu rolls out but leaves his arm on the apron to hold himself up, right? So running knees to the arm from Kushida. And Hiromu's selling his ass off. It's awesome. Kushida hits the tope con hero off the top rope, just like I described earlier when he just absolutely just, like, destroyed Hiromu during his entrance. It was awesome. So I love that. Uh, and he he played to the crowd before he did that. He was like, oh, this? You mean like that other? Yeah, here we go. Woo! It was great. I, I enjoyed that. So Hiromu comes back after a few uh, tries and gets the Falcon Arrow. Hiromu struggles out of the standing hoverboard lock, and they do the Bouye spot slow and deliberate, and it's very good. To the outside they go, and they fight into the crowd and up the ramp. Kushida, he tears the barricade apart, and they fight through the crowd, and they get they get kind of stiff, like grabbing each other, um, you know, by the throat and shit, and like yanking each other's hair. And it's like, yikes, guys, take it easy. This is, you know, they may tell you this is this wasn't real, but anyway. Um, so they fight into the mm. hallway and then outside. And I thought to myself, I was like, oh, there's a lot of grass there. That's a lot like the. And Kevin's like. This is just like Masasaita in, in the island yep. of death. <laughs> and we were, both, we were on Facebook Messenger like, holy shit, that was so funny. Uh, that made me laugh so hard. I'm glad I didn't have to bring it up. That was awesome. Um, so they're back in, they, they like fight each other out there. Red Shoot just appears too. This is, oh wait, hold on a second. They, they're like fighting on the grass. And, and, you know, the, the camera guys turn on their lights, which gets a pop from the crowd because they can see it on the screen. And then they pan over and Red Shoes is just there. The crowd's just like, wah! They love that. It's really funny. Um, it's awesome. So there's a DDT into a truck on the outside from a room. And Red Shoes it runs into the ring and starts to count. So... They have to get back in the ring, and the crowd is on fire as Hiromu asks for forearms from Kushida. He counters with kicks and tries the apron bomb, but Kushida holds on and hits a running Canadian sunset flip to the uh, through the or under the ropes. Excuse me, that was insane, and only I would love that. But uh, running drop kick off the apron, but Kushida catches Hiromu in the cross arm breaker, power bomb on the floor, and uh, Hiromu barely wins by count out. Tremendous match. Uh, you know what's funny? The funny thing about this match is we see Kushida and Hiromu fighting on the outside, and you message me going, "Oh my god, are they gonna just like fight in a crowd every time and all this kind of stuff?" You and I get a bit, little bit. I'm kind of tired of all the crowdfunding. I guess it's something they haven't been able to do for a while, so they're going to pull it out a lot. We have to understand that. But then they must have realized, eh, everyone's seen this before. Let's go outside. Let's let's do a let's do a nice little nod and slash reference to one of the worst matches in New Japan pro wrestling history, and it's Aww. awesome. I, I it is bad. It is. Uh, You're bad. But I liked. I liked that little nod to that match, and I liked that Kevin picked up on it too. Dude, I like that Red Shoes is out there, not to stop them from fighting. He's pretty much just out there going, Oi, get your asses back and fucking side. He even storms off, 
And back in the ring, he just starts counting. So both people have, both wrestlers have to kind of run from the, from inside the arena back in. And, oh my God, it's just, it was, this match is both fantastic slash funny and really cool. Like, they didn't have to do any of that. If Kushida and Hiromi just decided to keep it, like, inside, in the ring, we would have been amazingly happy with that because it's Kushida and Hiromi wrestling. Instead, they decided to do all this amazing, fun stuff. There's also all this story stuff with, you know, does Kushida still – does Kushida respect uh, Hiromi because, like, does he still see him as a young boy even though, like, Hiromi's, like, surpassed him right now. Like, four – like, this is the battle of the super juniors, really, like, like – Kushida's won it twice. Haruma's run it four times. There's six between them. It's like, it's all this kind of stuff going on too. And they had an interesting finish that we haven't had yet, which is a countout. I liked it. It was really good. All right. I agree. So it's main event time. Oh, dude, I fucking love this match as well. It is Master Wato versus Robbie Eagles. And uh, Robbie Eagles almost gets that Russell Crowe special on really early and Wato rolls out. So Robbie starts his Robbie always chance start on the outside. There's some uh, cool reversals leading to like uh, an awesome arm drag from the apron by Robbie. Uh, and uh, I think it's you that, yeah, definitely you didn't mention this. So I thought oh, I'll definitely write it down. I've been definitely stealing your shit here, but Robbie looks like pretty cool, calm and collected as he just whoops Wate's ass. He's just like, mm, I don't think you're shit, Wate. I'm just going to fuck you up. There's a, <laughs> It's another Margot Robbie special, and Wato goes to the ropes. There's a Canadian kick to Wato's leg. Uh, was um, that the one? This is, is it? No, I think it's the next night with the Canadian uh, chop block, but we'll, I'll talk about that. Uh, <laughs> I like how he does the Canadian kick to Wato's leg, and uh, Robbie Eagles is like, six points! <laughs> and it's, it's a try. He's like, what? It's a rugby. Yeah, it's a try. It's a converted try, actually, because the try is four oh. points, and then you've got to kick the ball in between the two sticks to get the the conversion, so the two points. So he did the kick, which meant he got the conversion. He got the six points. So uh, there you go, everyone. Rugby for all of, all of you non-rugby <laughs> understanding people. I get to talk sports this time. So uh, Rob, Robbie does Wato a solid by uh, trying to start a Wato chant. Wato, Wato, Wato. And the fans are like, nah. <laughs> they don't like it. They don't give a fuck. It's great. <clears throat> yeah. And then then it happens in this match. We find out why Kevin Kelly buries the shit yeah. out of Wato. Very revealing. And uh Mr. Guy, do you wanna do you wanna explain why uh Kevin Kelly just buries Wato left, right, and center? Well Kevin Kelly mentions that his uh his son frustrates him. He's like, ah, it's like my kid. He won't listen to me. And he's got all these problems with this kid. So he's burying his son. <laughs> and he's like, that's why I don't like Watto. He reminds me of my son. So, so basically when Watto fucks up, instead of Kevin Kelly being like, you know, oh, I support you. And how can I make it better? How can I help? He's like, God, why'd you fuck up? You're a bad reflection of he's me. He's acting Watto. like my fucking son. Yeah, he's, he's yeah, like projecting so, onto Watto. It's bad. Uh, yeah, so we, we definitely, like, because for ages I've been kind of like, well, maybe this is something everyone's kind of pushing in New Japan, this kind of angle. Oh, no, it's just Watto just reminds him of his son, who's 16 and annoying as fuck. So, 
all right, Kevin, all right, settle down, man. I'm like, all right. Now it's like, why, why do you like the flippy shit? Grab a hold, kid, you know? <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, you're watching the best of the Super Juniors. You're the only one he says grab a hold, kid, to. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there's like a ro- – <clears throat> Robbie freaks me out at, at some point because he's like he's selling in the vendor vol is great. And I'm like, oh shit, is Wato gonna win it here? Uh, Wato makes it to the ropes after uh, another uh, hmm, uh, Hugo weaving special. Oh my god, pulling all the Aussie actors' Ooh, names down there. That was good. There you go. I like a bit of Hugo weaving. He's he's, he's an icon down here. Good. Yeah. He's <clears throat> and there's like a, a really cool looking knee smash by uh, Robbie. This match, not only is it awesome, but it's easily my favorite Wato match of the whole tournament so far. There's just amazing battles and reversals. And if Robbie was to lose a match against Master Wato, I'm really happy it was with a pitch-perfect, really gnarly-looking, high-angled German suplex. Uh, This match fucking ruled like the previous night. I'm... I'm like, oh, okay, it's yo. This time I'm like, oh, okay, it's Wato. But like Despy from the night before, Robbie Eagles uh, gives me my favorite Wato match of the tournament. Well, uh, Despy, yo, was my favorite yo match so so far. So, yeah, I fucking loved it. It was awesome. Yeah, this match is tremendous. Uh, you know, Wato, <laughs> it's, it's, he's like one of these guys that, like, he needs that like vet guy to push him to the next level. And that's what Robbie is. Robbie mm-hmm. like, is that wrestler for everybody, no matter who they are. And so I don't know. This match was tremendous. I was surprised that Watto won, but at the same time, good for Watto. That's a good win. And Robbie sold this win in the post-match comments saying that like, he's like, man, Kanemaru had to, or uh, uh, I, who did he lose to recently? Or who else did he wrestle? But took his leg somebody fucked his leg up and he's like he's like in water yeah tried to break my arm he's like fuck i'm taking legs from now on i don't give a shit that's great yeah or tried to break his neck excuse me uh i don't know i really enjoyed this match it was great this show overall was fucking awesome and luke that leads us to the show that was on the 19th show number seven the last show of the night i think for us i hope and it is the maid arena this is an indoor arena in Aomori, Japan, and the arena is usually made for. Uh, used, yeah, that one. It's it's used for uh, mainly indoor sports like wrestling, and uh, the facility has a capacity of 5,500 people and was opened in 2002 and hosted the figure skating as well as opening and closing ceremonies for the 2003 motherfucking Winter Asian Games and is part of the new. Am I Perfector General Sports Park? Luke, what's up? What's up? What's up is, hey, uh, do you like seeing Wato win the main event? Here he is, curtain jerking. <laughs> but uh, it, it's Master Wato versus uh, 100 Proof Clark Connors. Uh, it's very rare that I felt this way in this whole tournament, but I saw this line up and I was like, well, Wato just came off a hot main event with Robbie Eagles. He's in the opener. Yeah, he's winning this. He's totally winning. And eh, I'm all right with that. And <laughs> But uh, Clark's looking to kill Wato with 
Irish whips to the corner and wailing and wailing on Wato is just a theme in this corner, but uh, in this tournament. But uh, Clark Connors wailing on everyone he wrestles is also a theme in this tournament. So it's a match made in heaven, really, <laughs> for these two men. Uh, Clark wants to wail, and Wato likes to get wailed on. So uh, Wato he's, hits back, but he's he's eventually thrown into the ring post. Uh, <laughs> there's a, a power slam by uh, Clark on the outside. There's a spear. And another spear. He goes for a third one. But, uh-oh, Clark got greedy here. And even Gato was just like, another one, another one. <laughs> so Clark's Clark's uh, getting too greedy, and Gato is, like, also greedy, sensing blood in the water. But nope, high-angled German suplex, and Wato is on 10 points, and yeah. I'm not mad. And now that the whole Wato... Kevin's son stories out of the out in the open, and I kind of like there's a reason for it now that, and I don't care what the reason was, be it in storyline or real life, whatever. I kind of was like, you know what, I'm just, it's fine. Like I'm just gonna, I can, it, it, it's able, I'm able to enjoy Wato a little more and just kind of tune out that commentary because now I'm just like, eh, he's just bitching because his son's annoying, so it's fine. Oh, get out of here. <laughs> I mean, like, after this match, Kevin Kelly is a massive watermark all of a sudden. And he's like, how about the kid? He literally says, how about the kid? Fuck off. Get out of here. His son son that day, and it was like a really good chat. And that one day, his son actually took some of his advice. And he's like, oh, he actually took some of my advice. I went Barry Wilde today. Maybe he was... You know, stream of conscious having that realizations on commentary that Waters like his son, and he's like, oh, maybe I shouldn't be a dick to him. So we'll see. Yeah, nurture Uh, this boy. Yeah. (laughs) yeah. Hey, Luke. Speaking of, yeah, it's Doki versus Taguchi, and uh, you know, I have a story in my fantasy dream book where it's like Bret Hart versus Goldberg, where Taguchi no sells the pole to his hole from uh, Doki and pulls out a steel plate out of his pants. <laughs> oh, but that didn't happen. So, and Doki didn't even go after the hole. What the fuck? That was weird. Cause usually Doki takes his pole and just drives it right into the Gucci's hole as much as possible. That is a constant yeah. like thing that's happened in new Japan. So here we are. Um, but <laughs> just five guys. They're serious. They don't fuck around. So these guys run the ropes. It's spectacular. Yoki, uh, Yoki, Doki, he dodges a plancha and hits a very, very safe in a, a version of his apron head stained uh, DDT. Taguchi and Doki, they wrestle the standard New Japan Juniors match. And Doki uses the funky weapon to get out of trouble and take over, which I don't like that. What the fuck? He couldn't last, huh? Uh, he just didn't, he didn't like debut the funky weapon in spectacular fashion, though, in this tournament, which I think he should have. But uh, he goes right to fuck your leg. It's disappointing. You know, Taguchi, you're better than that. But uh, yeah. Doki, he gets the Doki Choki for a rope break. And um, it's kind of like evens the matchup a little right here. So there's a day break. It's countered by the Oh My and Garenkel. And we get some great counters from the ankle lock into the Doki Choki. It's like awesome submission wrestling right here. Mm. Uh, elbow drop uh, while they're in the ankle lock, which is fucking craziness. And I Doki, it was over. I couldn't believe that. Doki's in big trouble here. And Doki gets out with a, uh, a, a like, oh, his gory specials, like, stunner thing into a backslide. And then he finally does it, Luke. Suplex de la Luna. Doki gets the win. He finally hits his move. 
fuck everybody. Now, I've been dying for Taguchi to get two points this whole tournament. As soon as I saw it was Taguchi versus Doki, I was the same with every other wrestler versus Doki. Fuck you, Taguchi, just for tonight. I'm sorry, man. I want you to get some points, but damn, not at Doki's expense. Dude, I, I hear you say, like, like the safest handstand DDT. Now, there's a, an ongoing theme tonight. And, hey, I'm not against it. Hey, this is their fourth night in a row. If he wants to play it a little safe, I'm I'm cool. We're cool. It's the fourth night in a row. They're fucking tired. You're tired. And probably, like, third in the tired spectrum is me. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like... These shows are starting at like 7.30, 8 o'clock at night for me. But having said that, though, I miss TV shows, everyone. This is like prime TV time from Charity Night. I'm like, I miss TV shows, goddammit. But uh, so there is a theme tonight of like some moves might look either a little safe or a little botchy. And it's fine. Like, it's their fourth night in a row, man. Like, fucking, I'm, I'm allowed this. I marked out seeing the suplex dealer Luna. Hey, you know why Doki keeps trying it? Because I love it. It is a... Awesome. Suplex. Shut up, Kevin. I want this move. Everyone wants this move. The move is awesome. He finally hits it. I mark the fuck out. Doki's on six points, and I'm very happy. Uh, he needs two more points to get his to, to make it to eight points, and eight points will be his record. I don't need him to win a tournament or be in the finals, even though I'd love it. You know I'd love it. Let him, please, can we have him beat his record at least, everyone? Please. please. Anyway, all right, next we have... Robbie Eagles versus Kevin Naito, and uh, Eagles takes Kevin to the mat. He tries uh, he tries his double arm drag, but uh, Kevin has that, that kind of stand that's scouted and hits a huge plancher. Kevin <laughs> uh, goes to a springboard at, at some stage in this match. He goes to do a springboard, Canadian <laughs> middle rope chop block by Robbie Eagles. Yeah, that was great. Oh yeah, that was great. Uh, Robbie is standing up over Kevin, and as he's standing up over him, he has like uh, uh, Kevin Knight's arms. Oh, uh, Kevin twisted up like a pretzel, sort of, with his hooking one leg and pulling it up, like like some Zack Sabre Junior shit. And I'm like, that is awesome. Uh, Kevin hits a massive drop kick and does a one-legged splash, then an Irish whip, a backbreaker, which is pretty cool. Uh, Kevin flips out of a turbo backpack. There's some cool reversals in this. I will admit, it's a little rough. Some of it's uh, a, a little botchy. It's fine. They're both going to bug it. It's the fourth night. They're going hard. It's, but it, I, look, it's not either man's best match, but I still enjoyed my time watching it. It's fine. Uh, there is a, oh, shit. A Guy Pierce. Uh, there's the, uh, the Guy Pierce special, oh. and uh, Kevin taps out. With uh, Robbie on 10 now, double digits up with Robbie. Yeah, 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 he's up there. Might see him in the finals. And Kevin on six. Yeah. I love Memento. I love um, Ravenous. I love L.A. Comic. Ravenous is amazing. Yeah, I love those movies. So Guy Pierce rules. I, my notes say Kylie Minogue special, but yours are better. So, hey, um, that's a good one, too. Yeah. Love the motion with me. Oh, that's uh, interesting because that's a copy of a copy of a copy, but great song. But yeah, it is anyway, a cover, yeah. Um, yeah, it was a first six. hit in Australia, a cover of Do the Locomotion. 
Really? One, six, four, five. So um, that is the core progression. But next, Luke, uh, this is not a core progression. It is, in fact, a wrestling match, and it's a fucking fun one. It is show versus T-Tot! And uh, Evil, he comes out with show, but he's all mad at him and sits at the timekeeper's table, which is like, what? Can't do that. So funny. <laughs> So that makes me laugh. And Kanemaru Gambit from Show uh, on Teton, but Evil, he won't help. And Show is like, why, man? So Show, he catches Teton uh, in a Rana attempt and very safely power bombs him on the apron. So Show keeps trying to like feed Teton to Evil, who keeps like his hands in his pockets and just looks on. That <laughs> 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 makes me laugh. So Show. Goes for Teton's mask, and the crowd comes alive with boos. Very good at booing, this crowd is, man. Like, damn, they were great. They lost their mind. They also like Teton a little too much. Just saying. Maybe something ain't right with this crowd. I was just, <laughs> telling them, just saying they were great, but mm, I don't know. Kenta Sato saves the day, though, and Teton comes back with the Tornado DDT. Arana on the ropes to the outside and Teton hits the acai moonsault. It must've been over the ropes to the outside, but uh, uh, evil still won't help. And uh, there's strikes from Teton, but chump bump uh, and a spear, the spanner is out, but this is a great spot. Of course, Teton's like, Oh, I can't wait till he swings that spanner at me. Cause then I could do my matrix dodge matrix snake. So he does that. And it's a really great spot. So then there's a mood lock on show and evil gets on the apron and show uh, taps out, but, you know, referee can't see it. So because, uh, you know, he's looking at evil like, hey, what are you doing over there? Get out of there, get out. And uh, so Teton, he takes out evil and gets his cool kicky kicks and another DDT from Teton. He's got a double dip and he gets two count. Sneaky chair shot from evil, though, and show gets a, a, a two count shock error. Show wins. Yay. And uh, the B-Town commences, and they unmask Teton after the match, and his face is hideous. And I wish he put his fucking mask back on. <laughs> it's not an Andrade situation where they're like, man, this guy's way too hot. Put a fucking mask on him. We're not any ladies. It's uh, it's another thing. Like, this guy's got a face for radio. Put a fucking mask on him. Hey, no, I'm... I looked, but just briefly. <laughs> just briefly. Just briefly. I really like this match too because I'm really enjoying the show evil dynamic and just it's different every time they play off each other really well I just I can't get enough of it and it's, and everyone's thinking like oh is show gonna have to pull out big match show for this and uh no <laughs> evil evil helps and uh they both beat the shit out of him at the end and unmask him. And uh, they make Iwa, Reha Iwa, wear uh, Titan's mask. And they start beating up on uh, Reha Iwa until, like, Titan just runs over and just covers him with his, as he covers his face. Like, oh, isn't he a face? Well done. Anyway. <laughs> oh, evil evil and show hug as well. So, uh, yeah, they're all they're, they're bros again. They, they do. They don't necessarily do a too sweet anymore the house of torture version of the too sweet is kind of like a cigar too sweet so uh, yeah. i kind of like that did you know they're a sub faction with their own smoking inside is very common in japan which is shocking you know because like we banned uh in america we banned smoking inside a long time ago like maybe 10 15 years ago maybe 20 and yeah, so, so like it's shocking I think it's about 20 for us too yeah yeah, it's shocking to hear. Yep. I'm, sh I'm shocked. Yeah, it's weird. 
Um, it was weird, really, seeing that in the Reaper Barn as well in um, in Germany. But uh, next we've got uh, Francesco Akira versus uh, Yoshinobu Kanemaru. And fuck you, Great Khan. You're stealing Akira's cheers here. No, <laughs> Yay, Great Khan's back. Man, he's, it he's just goes to show. Francesco Akira. It goes to show that, like, the, the heavyweights are just more popular than the juniors. They just are. You know, because Greater Khan comes out and the crowd just loses their fucking mind. And he just goes to the commentary. And they're like, oh, well, cool. Still, still cool. <laughs> of course, because when we get the uh, the G1, they're going to do it over a month. And it's probably going to be tags. Best of Super Juniors. <laughs> all tags. You know, I, 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 I made a comment on the Tweety one of these nights saying, man, I don't miss preview tags. And then as soon as I wrote it and tweeted it, I thought to myself, Actually, yes, I do, because well, if it's a night that is half tags, half like major important matches, you know what I get to do? I don't have to be like notes. super mega concentrated mega notes for the the preview tags. You know what I mean? Yeah, neither of us do. Instead, this is yeah. So this is four nights in a row, forty matches where both Andy and myself have to take notes on every single match. Look at us complaining that we have to do a podcast. We get to. We, actually, we get to, Luke. And not only that, but yeah. uh, we did learn later on. I'm not sure it was here or when in the matches I didn't cover, but at some point, Kevin Kelly does mention the tag matches return next week. So they're going to split the blocks up next week. So, man, he's good. Uh, kind of, it's nearly finished anyway. But man, the boys need a few matches where they can just be like, "I'll tag in for two minutes, tag out." All right, Tenzan, go job. Uh, you oh, know, something like that. That is just me. Uh, well, I was going to say Honma, but like, I like Honma more than Tenzin. I'm sorry. Uh, so I used Why to not Makabe, anyway. you son of a bitch? Because Makabe is not getting in a job. You know, he's getting in to go, ha, ha, ha. And then he's tagging out to Honma jobs. The fucking asshole. Oh, you're a liar. But uh, shut up. Uh, <laughs> Because because I, I think I'd rather see uh, Tenzan wrestle or Honma wrestle than Makabe, so I mentioned them. Anyway, Robbie's on commentary oh. about now. And, oh, look, he, he won. Hmm? Yeah. So this match is mega. Fuck your leg. Bike Yoshinobu Kanemaru. And it's uh, Kanemaru's tactic here to shut down Akira's speed and offense with his uh, fuck your leg um, uh, tactics. And uh, Robbie makes a good point here on the commentary that Akira is smarter than he is experienced. Because I, I thought that was a really cool comment because it, it, it seems legit true because Akira is getting a better and better and he's learning and he's soaking everything up like a sponge and and all that kind of stuff. I also kind of like low-key that it's also rubbing off on TJP because TJP in some of his matches is pulling out some Akira shit. So I think that's really cool. They both do that with each other. I like it. So uh, it's really good stuff. But uh, Akira, he manages to turn fuck your leg into a roll-up. So uh, Akira might have uh, lost in quick succession the night before, but uh, that's all right. Katamara's got his back because he wants to go to the hotel, and uh, it's a really quick match here. Uh, one one thing I really did love, that we saw it again, and it was even better this time because maybe it was even more planned out. I don't know how planned out the first drop-down trip was, or maybe it just happened. But or I don't know. I like this one a little better because it was a little bit more emphasized this time because Akira is just like, oh, people responded to that drop-down? So when he does it, he lifts his back up a little bit more this time, so it's a more obvious kind of fucking drop-down trip. Really dug that. But, uh, yeah, 
I liked it. Short, cool match. Yeah, but the finish is weird because they're both they both had their shoulders down. <laughs> Kansas was just like Kira wins. Okay. <laughs> sure, Kansas Whatever. They both had their shoulders down. The you know, there is some unrealistic things in this match. However, I enjoyed it quite a bit. The next match, Luke, is Leah Rush versus Kushida. Interesting. This is like, you know, something that everyone seems probably was probably looking forward to when they saw these schedule come out. So we'll see if it's any good. So respect to start. They shake hands and Kushida, he wants to go to the ground. So they do Greco Roman knuckle lock until they don't. And Leo wants Kushida now uh, laying on his back. So he's laying on his back, say, Oh, you come in and do the, the martial arts thing where you lay on your back and Leo he uses his speed to dazzle Kushida in the crowd, but it's not perfect. There's really crazy apron stuff where like Leo tries an apron bomb and Kushida converts that into an arm bar somehow and is running knee to the arm off the apron. It's fuck your arm, Luke. And uh, Leo uses his speed to answer oh, yeah. Kushida. Kushida catches Leo in the arm bars uh, and uh, all kinds of stuff. And there's a weird finish where like Leo comes off the top row. Kushida just kind of like launches into him. It looks real ouchy. They're both like, oh, what the fuck happened there? And Leo right back up for a second um, splash, and he wins. This match was weird. What happened? Oh, I like a lot of it, but yeah, it was pretty weird. Look, it's it might be a part of that factor that I mentioned during uh, Kevin Knight and Robbie Eagles. The boys are fucked. It's hard to go that fast four nights in a row, you know, like it, it, it is. Uh, I do like that some of the spots, though, involve Kushida sacrificing his body for the art of fuck your arm. So that's always pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> if he's going to take a beating, like he's, you're going to get twisted up by the time he lands and he's going to put some moves on you as well. So uh, you might get the upper hand sort of, but you're going to have your arm hurty. So, yeah, there was a bit of weirdness to it, but uh, still really cool match. Rush is on 10 and Kushida... We live in a world where Doki has so many more points than Kushida that it's okay. It, like, I mean, cool, but this it's weird to see Kushida in two points. Oh my it's weird, god! Right? Are you fucking with me? You you're, you're using Doki as the like comparison? Let's use something no, else. Sorry. How about Yo? How about Yo? Wato then. Wato's on ten hey, at some point. Wato's on ten points. There we go. All right. Sorry. That's way better. Bad example. Bad example. Yeah. Uh, so that's hmm, okay. All right. So next we have. Oh man, I'm gonna take this. All right, it's Bushi versus Yo. Kevin Kelly on commentary says Yo looks like John Cena, and I start laughing and I can't unsee it because he's got the arm tassel thingies and the sh- denim shorts. I, I don't know. It's not exact, but it's enough to make me laugh and distract me for a, f- a few seconds. Look, <clears throat> this match, it's not bad. But I'm also like I'm hating Yo doing other people's shtick. I'm not into that. Like I mean, like the chaos hontai kind of thing. Like I'm just it doesn't excite me. It's not an angle for Yo that I want to see progress in the future. He's yeah. So, but having said that, I'm gonna sound like a hypocritical asshole because it is funny to me when Yo actually wins after doing an MX on, on Bushi and then hits the direct drive. So Yo, yeah, there's another example. Yo's on 10 points and Bushi's on two as well. So like, eh, this is fine. It, it 
you're probably going to bounce back and go, what? This was awesome. But, uh, I was like, yeah, this is fine. Luke, the next match was Mike Bailey versus Ishimori. <laughs> this is the fast-paced juniors wrestling uh, match after Ishimori tries a boner lock right out of the gate. Ishimori runs away for speedball to avoid the machine gun kicks, but so Bailey flips to the outside and starts them again. I love that. He chases guys around with the kickies kicks. And, uh, but nope, uh, Ishimori throws him off and throws him into the ring post. Into the chairs he goes, and Ishimori, uh, he takes the corner pad off while uh, Mr. Mike Bailey's convalescing on the floor. Uh, fuck your arm, Luke! And uh, there's a great spot where Bailey goes into the ropes for a handspring, and Ishimori just kicks his damn arm, which is, makes me laugh. I love that. Every time some dude tries to get fancy <laughs> and somebody just kicks him, it's like, yeah, that's the way to do it. So uh, Bailey fights back with his good arm and a really sweet kick. There's lots of sweet kicks, more kicks. And Bailey hits the shooting star, but uh, it, it, he kind of like bumps on his arm a little bit and sells it really well. I think that's what that says. Into the ring post goes Bailey, and there's a shoulder breaker, and Ishimori's fired the fuck up. Bouillet spot after Bailey uh, counters the boner lock attempt. Uh, there's a big time. Oh, we get all kinds of big time moves and they, they Bailey tries the ultimate weapon and both English commentaries call it the Ultima. I was pretty upset. I was like, listen, it's like, that's why I said earlier in the night that the Ultima is Hanari's finisher ultimate weapon is Mike Bailey's finisher, and it's also Hinari. Get it fucking straight! So that made me uh, very upset, but uh, I, I was uh, not upset anymore. We got you back, Hinari. They go all kinds of, you know, back and forth, and there's a Flamingo driver, but it's countered. If Bailey spins into the flipping knees, they go. For, he goes for the ultimate weapon, not the Ultima, but Ishimori moves, and, ba and Bailey kicks the exposed turnbuckle with his typhoon kick. Ouch! And uh, there's a reverse Bloody Sunday for two. Spinning boner lock. Bailey, ha Bailey has to tap out. Tremendous match. Awesome stuff. This is what you want. Yeah, I, I fucking love this match. It was nuts. And there was little things in this match where I really liked where, all right, Bailey would get most of uh, one of his moves. And then as he does the last part, Ishimori would kind of like, Ah, like he's got his arms up for the flurry, but he gets out of that inziguri at the end, and boom, he takes uh, he takes Mike Bailey bowling into the seats and things like that. Really <laughs> like that. Makes it makes me kind of in my head go, all right, either Ishimori's a nerd and he's watching all this, or and this is probably the one Ishimori's just really motherfucking good at the wrestling and he's a pro. It's one of the two because uh, like. Ishimori, he's either wrestled Mike Bailey before, I haven't seen it, it's been elsewhere, or he's seen Mike Bailey matches and stuff like that. So uh, he he uses, like, you know, it, it, it's like I've never seen this match before, but it makes me feel like they've scouted each other, they've talked about it, it worked, it's awesome, I love this match, it's nuts. And it's like Ishimori managed to, to take the beating that Mike, get, Mike Bailey was giving him and always kind of just managed to stay this one teeny tiny little step ahead. And sometimes it's, it's, he's not a step ahead, but then he manages to turn it around. It's just tremendous stuff. I, I loved it. And it's just another Mike Bailey match that everyone should check out. It's really good. How Next about this we thing? have Dan. Yep. 
yeah, why don't you take the main event mm-hmm. and I'll take this damn Maloney match because you've taken all lots of the damn Maloney matches, so I'll take this one. How are you? Oh, thank you. But you're welcome. By the way, uh, next, uh, thank you. I appreciate that. By the way, next week, I'm pretty sure we're only getting tag matches because they're the semifinal nights and you've got to fill the card. So sure. No, I'm pretty sure most of the uh, block block nights are uh, they're all doing it, man. Oh all yeah. Right. And was that Clark Clark Connors or was that show or evil? No? Okay. Uh, yeah. so, evil. All right. Next match is Desperado versus Dan Maloney. Uh, so Dan has burger wrap all over his shoulder. There's heavyweight shoulder tackle spots to start, which makes no sense. But they go to the outside and they do chops. Desperado can chop right along with Dan. So fuck that. Doesn't, you know, I mean, yes. like, yeah, he can do that. So there's this weird bump into the ring post gut first from Desperado, which is just weird. I don't know what that was, but, uh, you know, Desperado, usually the king of the ring post bumps. That one just, I don't know. It just didn't look like it should. So they uh, do lots and lots of chops and Desperado is selling his ass off power moves from both. Desperado goes for the numero dos for a broke break. Fisherman suplex for uh, two from Dan Maloney. Spinebuster for Desperado. And Katara Death for two. Uh, double stomp, a senton combo from Dan. That was fucking sweet. So he, like, jumped onto yeah. Desperado, hits his double stomp. And then I don't know if he just accidentally did this or this was on purpose, but then he hit a senton full, you know, full force, as uh, Jumpin' Jim Farmer would say. And uh, lands just like uh, all of his weight on poor Desperado. That looks like it was very ouchy and was awesome. And uh, there's the uh, sp- oh, I mean gore. That's what commentary says. Commentary says spit gore for a very very close near fall. Drill a killer's counter by Numero Dose, and Dan has to tap with when the bit of extra stank is applied. Luke. That's right. I'm glad you took this bullet for me. However, I am going to say, like, this is the best Damaloni match I have seen this tournament. <laughs> no, it's not as good as the main event, though, so so I, I, I can't wait to talk about it. But, uh, well, it's not a surprise, I guess, because it's Damaloni versus Desperado, I guess. But I really like the Kevin Knight one, too. So um, I'm like, maybe it, maybe he's found his footing, Mr. Damaloni, because that's two in a row where I'm like, oh, it's Damaloni match. And then at the end of it, I was like, all right, I can get into this Dan Maloney, the one from the last two matches. I can get into this. I can get used to this guy. I can get into him. I want to see more of that. So uh, if this is his groove and he's found it, fine. I, I'm, I, I will happily watch your matches then. But, uh, yeah, so there is that. I'm glad Despy won, though, so fuck you, Dan Maloney. Anyway, uh, <laughs> here, we, here we go. The moment that Andy and I have probably been looking forward to more than anything. Not just, no, it wasn't watching the last match of the best of the super juniors on these four nights. It was being, it was getting up to the last match of the best of the super juniors on this podcast, because that means now <laughs> it's 40 matches. It's over. We have the rest of the day off. There's no wrestling today. Day. I mean, it's rampage. It's fucking like ten day. o'clock, man. It's I'm no, delirious, like, so I apologize, folks. We, we both get a day off. This is like the moment. As soon as I finish this match, I'm just being like, oh, 
like this cathartic awesomeness. Look at me. Look at us complaining. We have to do 40 matches. This is TJP versus Hiromu Takahashi. And do I love this match? Yes. Did I have... Did I think TJP had any hope in winning absolutely at all in any way, shape, or form? No. Uh, I didn't even believe, I, I guess, because I don't think they've given TJP a title shot in any time soon. So I just, for me, I just had it stuck in my head, Hiromi's winningness, and just go along with the ride and accept that. And I did. And having done that, I had a fucking great time. This match is awesome insane it's technical as shit that's probably the uh the tjp factor is he's really technical and smooth has been this whole tournament both guys right there's been some buggedness throughout the whole night needs to have the longest match on the card how'd they do it how is this still like just so mega crisp and awesome maybe i don't know man they just these two men crushed it I fucking loved it with the caveat of like, I've got to watch Hiromi win again, but it's fucking awesome stuff. It's like, it's what I like about the last match of a show that we're covering on a podcast is I like it. If it's amazing because we don't end on a fucking down note and we're not complaining. We're not having a little bitch session. We're just like, fuck, we end on a great note. Yes. Hiromi winning, but it's over, and it's a high night. Why do you hate wrestlers who win? You hate all the wrestlers who win. Like, if they win, you're like, nah, no thanks. That went too much. It's too much. <laughs> like, I feel I feel like the ratio to win-loss, my kind of thing that I love, is like the Shingo Ishii style. Like, maybe more Shingo now, right? Because Ishii's like old and they're not pushing him as hard anymore so let's go with the shingo style uh, any shingo match i watch i know he can lose and i know he can win at the same time and there's always that kind of 50 50 ness to me about those kind of shingo matches which is That's probably a reason why another layer to why i love them so much like i know i'm kind of biased with some wrestlers very few but some uh, like i love shingo but i'm not so high on Shingo that I'm like Doki J White. Like I love him. He's one of my favorites of all time. But I'm not like Doki J where I get mad if he loses because I don't know. I just kind of like. I like that he he wins enough that it's it's great, but he doesn't win too much that I'm just like oh, fuck off. You know something different, please. You know I'd never look at Shingo on a win streak and go oh something different, please. Like I don't I don't feel that. I'm kind of feeling it with. Hiromu now. Just, uh, I know it's, he's the champ and all that kind of stuff. He's got to win. And I'm hoping he loses at Dominion. Like, I just... I want to see him do something different too. Put him in a six-man trio or something. Like, or get it, have him team with Bushi for the tag titles or something. Something different. Have him go for the Never title or something. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess I do complain about wrestlers that win way too much. I do. It is. <laughs> so, did you know that uh, Will Ospreay is going to wrestle Shingo again, but in RevPro. It's like the main event of their like big like anniversary show coming up. And uh, that's pretty cool. That'll be awesome. Hopefully they don't break each other's yep. necks. But uh, TJP versus Hiromu oh, was very, 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 very good, as you expect. I really enjoyed it. I am exhausted. But, man, I had a blast. Covered 40 matches on four shows for Best of Super Juniors 30. Luke, 
What do you think? How did we do? How did you do? I did not not good, but how did you do? <laughs> uh, I give us a uh, five out of six. Uh, yeah, why not? Dude, it's a lot of wrestling to cover. We managed to squeeze in the day after the fourth show. So, you know, we got it. We, we, oh, man. I even, like, after our last show, I even messaged you going, like, maybe we can do two shows out of this and kind of squeeze it in. And then, like, yeah, that's probably not going to work for both of us. We've, we've got lives. But uh, we try to sometimes to manage to do that. But other times you just get monster shows like this. It's tournament season. It's going to happen. I hope you stuck with this. Listen to this in chunks if you have to. That's fine. You have to listen to us all Don't once. Don't tell them what to do. Our listeners are smart people. They know how to listen to habits and do it their the way. Smart people but listening to two dum-dums. That's true. And uh, I feel great. I feel uh, that's all right. I, I feel great. I've, I, I've, it's like a weight off my shoulders now. That, like, watching the shows is great. And then you got to be like, all right, I've watched the shows. We've got that extra thing. We've got to do the recording. Now that we've done it, we're on the other side of it. Oh, it was all worth it, man. Loved it. It's true. You know, I've been a little bit distracted because the Celtics are playing right at this moment and I'm losing my mind. If they don't, you know, they lost the first match, the heat. I can't fucking believe it. It's not a match. It's a game. But I'm so distracted and like confused about the difference between best super juniors and the NBA finals. Uh, But Luke, I had a fucking blast. I love covering wrestling with you. It's always a blast. You give me a different perspective than I have thought of, or my own perspective read right back to me. So it's always a good time. Sometimes we agree, and then other times, yeah. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That was good. All right. uh, Yeah, good stuff. Uh, I always say it at the end, but in the off chance that Mr. Uh, Mr. Guy, who obviously wants to fuck off and watch some sports, if uh, does Mr. Guy have anything he'd like to add? <gasps> All right, then, in Gato, oh, we trust.